It is Monday, March 1st. This week, PC Mike talks Arkham City. The Giggler has some more updates on Guy Fieri. We review and rate both Guardians of the Galaxy and WandaVision, the season finale. This is Mostly Superheroes. And welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly video podcast where we talk mostly superheroes, but also anything else worth watching. We review, we rate, we sometimes debate. I'm your host, Logan. Joining me, per usual, my co-hosts and peers, PC Mike and The Giggler. PC Mike, hello. Welcome back. How was your week? Week's great, man. Weather in the Midwest is kicking it's nice out there feels good i think like a monsoon's coming this weekend but that's neither here nor there but man it is it's nice out you know spring is here where we got through the winter and it's just good vibes good vibes good shows good things happening great things happening with some mostly madness that we're going to talk about later oh man it's going to be sprinkled in throughout the episode today so much fun is happening and yeah i am enjoying enjoying the sunshine I've been going out during the mornings and the lunches, just standing in the sun, you know, working from home, just taking, that's a break right there. Giggler, hello, welcome back. How was your week? It was great. All's well. Like you said, weather's bomb. I'm ready to just do some outdoor stuff. I don't care what it is. Even yeah. if it's outdoor work, yard work, it's bring it on, baby. It's going to be a change, like having, like, with summertime, it's been easy doing the podcast in the winter, because yeah. we just want to get in here and be inside, but we're going to start wanting to do, like, barbecues right. yeah. and stuff. We're going to have to... Maybe we'll do like an outdoor pod one day even. I would love that. We could probably yeah. figure that out. We could figure it out. We I got the garage the... outside. We've never taken people outside, really. Yeah, you can do like a remote. Like radio stations do remote broadcast all the time. You can do a remote podcast. They make a like a case for the mixer and everything. I'll reach out to my buddy Guy Fieri, see if he wants to cater maybe. Um, Sorry, it's pronounced Fieri. Fieri. You know, I believe you told like me last been, week. Sounds like you might have been watching. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I, I, I learned from watching our show. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that's how you say Guy Fieri. Um, all right, let's get into the show with our uh, first segment of the day. Fan mail. All right, guys. Fan mail is pretty fun today. Um, we were featured on another podcast. Like unsolicited, no one I like didn't no one like asked me about it or anything. I literally just got tagged on Instagram by this podcast. It's on the screen. Shout out to our YouTube channel here. The podcast is called Creme de la Creator. It's a podcast that is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you get your podcasts. And it's hosted by Jake and Grant, a couple of folks across the pond, if you will. Oh yep. yes. That's my uh, favorite part about this all. Oh absolutely. Like people are listening to our show all around the world. It's really cool. I really thought you were getting ready to say across the river. And I was like, so they're like in Illinois? <laughs> like what are they doing over there? Across the river. Better. Just so you folks listening, St. Louis is just right across the river from Illinois. <laughs> and over here when we say across the river, that's what we mean. No, these are ac- people across the pond over in Europe. I think I think in England, I think. But uh I might need to confirm that. But yeah, Jake and Grant, they featured it was great. Uh, Grant, it was, I forget which one it was. One of the guys, though, actually listens to our show. He was featuring mostly superheroes, the music show. 
And he explained it perfectly. He was like, it's a spinoff. <laughs> so you're like taking notes, listening, like, man, he did a really yeah. good job. I, well, you never know how people like perceive the show outside of the three of us. Like, of course, we all know all this stuff, but this guy just, he listens. He's listened to our main show. He knew who you guys were. Yeah. And they gave us a raving review. It was so cool. I had no idea. It was a big surprise. Um, and we got tagged on Instagram. So definitely want you guys to go find these guys just for the sake of if you're a fan of this show. They talk about it. So it's Creme de la Creator. If you're watching on YouTube, just open up your Spotify app. You can actually scan this little QR code. I tested it. It works. Wow, that's awesome. So it, this is a little technology we're bringing to Mostly Superheroes for you. Keeping, keeping it current. And you can follow them on Instagram at CDLC Podcast. So that's CDLC Podcast. All one word. Thank you, Jake and Grant, for the feature. We really appreciate it. And I'll just say this. After I listened to the episode with us, I listened to a couple more. You guys got a great show. Great program. These guys kind of cover all topics. Their whole shtick is featuring creators in the digital world, the real world, people that are doing creative things, and they will talk about any topic. They have this uh, six-sided die that they roll every week, and that's how they decide what type of thing they're going to talk about that week. So number six was podcast, and that's why they brought me out, brought on our show. Okay, That's awesome. I thought it was only podcast. I was like, so it's a podcast about other podcasts. That's the most genius thing I've ever heard. It's a but podcast about people making anything. They, they, they were talking about endometriosis and like how awareness of this uh, is not really as prominent as it should be. They'll tackle any t- uh, topic. Okay. They're super cordial, and they do a lot of uh, good work in the community and stuff. So shout out to Creme Della Creator. Go listen to that where you get your podcast. So, Andy, you thought it was like when Kramer was on Seinfeld and he made a coffee table book about coffee tables. <laughs> exactly. About coffee tables. <laughs> exactly. It's a genius idea. It, it turns into like, a coffee I, table. You why know did I there's, think that first. You know that there are it was funny in one of their episodes, I think it was their pilot episode, they're like, We're that uh we're just one of the other people that created a podcast during the pandemic. Which I was thinking, like, they, there's gotta be a, a word for this. Like Poddemic. De- yeah. Whoa. I was going to go there. Because you know there's going to be like another 2 million podcasters yeah. just like us that were oh, like, hey, sure. we're home all the time. Or like um, on a Arrested Development when he's a never nude, Tobias. Yes. There are dozens of us. Dozens! <laughs> dozens. <laughs> <laughs> Love that show. Um, all right, let's move on. Thanks again, guys. Uh, definitely go check out Creme de la Creator. Uh, last piece of fan mail today is really more of an update on the Mostly Madness movie tournament. Mike said it. The tournament is live. We have a website page just for it it's mostly superheroes.com forward slash madness yes i have you guys printed copies right here yes you can take those with you i printed like 30 so you can take a lot pass them out at your school mike (laughs) putting them in all my neighbors mailboxes Uh, like i was thinking about like put them on the cars of all my neighbors um i know i know exactly which car you should put it on it's all over all of them all of them all of them's gonna get it um but now's the time for you to fill out your bracket we're gonna give you about a week or so and we're going to start voting on these things on social media. So just uh, just to highlight a couple of the matchups, I've been doing this on every episode, just trying to give you a sense of uh, some of them. We had Dodgeball versus Goodfellas, Forgetting Sarah Marshall versus Jurassic Park. We got Star Wars, A New, Herp, uh, New Hope versus Terminator 2. That came from Anthony over at Jock and the Nerd Podcast. And, and, we, and you made good on your word. You said it's in. And it's look in. what? It's in. And look at that. It's in. Just like that. Um, it's gonna it's gonna make you question like what movie do I like the most? It's a lot of fun, and we're doing weekly drawings for prizes, and there's gonna be a grand prize for whoever gets closest. Uh, the reason I featured during fan mail is because we've already started getting a bunch of these. Good people are emailing them in already. We've already got a handful. I'm, it's so interesting to see 
the choices people make already, and I'm excited to talk about maybe some matchups with you guys. I've been oh, thinking yeah. about how we need to do this. It almost like needs to be its own little. Maybe we'll do it like at the end of the episode today. We'll just like pick one and talk about it. Yeah, because we're gonna fill one out too. Yes, we're not gonna win the prizes because that would be very shady. Right. I would love to. Yeah, but like Andy was saying, like we, we can't win, <laughs> but we but, have to fill it out. Yeah, we got to fill it out, and it's just it's up to really the listeners of what do you like more. Like I, again, I'm thinking about it. If I'm sitting on the couch and it comes on, I'm flipping through the channels mm-hmm. on like you know TBS TNT. You have one verse two. You got to pick are, it. Are you gonna go dodgeball? Or are you gonna watch Goodfellas? Yeah, like that's how I'm kind of thinking about this. Yeah, tournament. It's not I'll about- tell you, in filling out my bracket, there were some real Sophie's choice. I mean, it was like really like I was like, oh my god, Thor Ragnarok or Shawshank Redemption. Yep. I picked Thor. <laughs> I don't need spoilers. <laughs> it's not that hard, of a thing. But like, yeah, it's not about what movie's going to win awards. It's exactly. about what movies you would rather watch. Yes. That's it. And we're following the March Madness kind of schedule somewhat loosely. Um, we'll give you guys some time to get these brackets in. I'll tell you right now, you're going to want to get this bracket in probably by the next episode. That's a, that's a full week. So if you're listening now, you have one full week. If we need to push it out and people ask about it, we'll let you know. But we're going to try to start voting at the end of next week. And uh, once the voting starts, obviously, we don't want to have brackets coming in because then there's that delay. So go to MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash MostlyMadness. And there's links there to click it. You can download it. You can fill it out online. It's a PDF. Um, and then you just email it in. It's really user-friendly, too. Yeah. To I, print it off. Is it? Yeah. I thought, well, I de- we designed it that way to make it like it would look nice. And the, you are taking these with you, just by the way. These oh, are yeah. for you guys. Okay, cool. All right, let's get into the news. News and rumors. All right, so next up in news and rumors, we have one piece. It's really for you guys. And for the wrestling fans out there, comicbook.com, Connor Casey over there on March 8th, WWE Network on Peacock. They announced what will and will not be available on launch day. Had you guys seen this before we started talking about it today and like looked at like the list? I was really hoping you guys had so we could give like some some takes on it. But like you were saying, Mike, it seems like they've pretty much got everything but there's a few things on here they listed that will not be available right away. Starting with the complete pay-per-view history of WWE, WCW, and ECW will not be immediately available at launch. And the other piece is going forward, all pay-per-view events and WWE original series will only be available to Peacock premium members. What does that mean to you does guys as wrestling watchers? How much Peacock premium like costs? I don't even... I can, we can look it up. Uh, I want to say Peacock was like $5. Maybe the premium was like an upcharge to 10 something okay. like that. It wasn't outrageous. What That's, does this mean to you guys? Like, wh- How does this affect your watching of wrestling? Uh, I like what it says. Will not be immediately available at launch. Mm-hmm. All those events will gradually be added. Full transfer is expected to be completed by SummerSlam in August. Okay, so there you go. So there, that's their, that's their, their so, goal. So yeah. So I am not going to lose sleep that I can't watch Bash at the Beach 1996 from WCW in May. It's gonna screw up our like drinking game for uh, Royal Rumbles. So like when we hung out, a party like yeah, that. Like, right. That could we have pulled up? Could we, could we pull that up and that like we watched 1996 Royal Rumble? Yeah, or? we. Well, it was like 2013, close. But <laughs> oh, we watched the 96 something. We watched that, 96 Survivor. Oh Survivor. yes, yes, yes. We're sick Good call. Yeah, I think we were going to watch another Royal Rumble, but we never got never got to it. But I, it looks like you do get Steve Austin's The Broken Skull Sessions. I'll listen to Steve Austin talk any day. That's basically what we do. It's his podcast. That's but, his podcast. Uh, like a TV show? Yeah. It's like Ooh, basically what you do. That's like the dream. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, whoever's out there looking for new TV shows, we want to have something like this Steve Austin show um, happen in the future. Okay, so so far it sounds like you guys are you guys are fine with this. I'm, for yeah, the I'm moment. fine with this because I don't have Peacock, and now I can have Peacock. I well, keep us posted though. I don't watch a lot of like historical stuff unless it is like a thing like we did that one the one night where we just were like let's just watch a random Royal Rumble. Like I'm usually recording the what's going on live, watching the pay per views as they come. Um, and not really digging deep into the, like the other shows and stuff that they have, but Total Bellas, I'm a big fan of Total Bellas for sure. So, but okay. will that still be on the E Network? That's what I'm, I assume it would be. I don't know why not, but all right. Well, you guys keep us posted on this because this is obviously a hot item right now for wrestling fans, and uh, I'm no. There's going to be a time probably where you're like you're going to come in here and be either upset or be have an update on like yeah we had to we had to buy it. It's going to be clunky, I bet. And yeah. I, I bet. I hope that they are doing this not to rush and just throw everything in there and they want to look at the kinks and stuff because if you look back at like the history of the WWE network, Vince McMahon had this idea like a decade before it even came out. Like he wanted a centralized place where you could find all of your wrestling content. And basically he thought of Netflix-ish before Netflix had Netflix. Okay. Um, so he's always wanted to do this. So I have hope that they're not just going to say, all right, let's just throw it on there and see how it works. So at least they're doing this and gradually doing it. But that last line, full transfer will happen. I don't want to lose all that history and things like that on there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Keep us posted, and we'll let you know what we learned. Thank you to Comic Book for the update on this story. And we'll, uh, as we find out more, you'll know more. All right. Let's get into what uh, we're watching this week. What you watching? Got a fun what you watching, nice and stacked for you. Up first is the Giggler with another Guy Fieri title. You can tell that I'm really I'm rolling that R you every are. time. It's perfect. Um, tell us about the Tournament of Champions that premiered last night and uh, what's it about? What, or did you like it? What was your feeling on this show? Yes. So this is season two of Tournament of Champions. Um, the first time around, basically, they just it's I really appreciated it now because they have a. You can see a big bracket for the YouTube listeners. Uh, obviously, we're we're pretty high on brackets this time of year. Um, so they basically actually have rankings of these chefs that that were in there. They compete one on one, and they have this big thing called the randomizer, where it basically has it, it. It's almost like a guy's grocery games like thing on steroids, where they basically decides certain things that they have to use a food a food that they have to cook using this sort of. Um, this sort of kitchen tool, like a blender or micro, sometimes it's a microwave. It's all random. Like guy literally just goes up there. Just look how bad, look how badass he looks. <laughs> Man, big biggest fan I right mean, here. Biggest fan. Just look at him. I look at him. I've never met a out. fan like this of this guy. By the way, I just got to say, like you are like the first person that's like really been all about him. Like, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing or a good thing. You're just unique in that way he's, to me. He's a legend. Um, I mean, he's just <laughs> opening his arms like he just wants to give me a hug, and I yeah. want to reciprocate. He looks a little sweaty someday. <laughs> oh, he's a hundred percent sweaty. But yeah, the, <laughs> the randomizer just makes it like hard for what they're what what they're about to cook. So it decides that and like the are ingredients these pro- they have to use. These like professional chefs. Oh yeah, yes. these are like the best chefs probably, and like the the famous ones. I'm assuming it, it's hard to say. Like, Hell's Kitchen level. Besides, like, it's not like. The Bobby play, Gordon. like things like that, but it's like people that are in like guys' circle of friends and like in that industry that are are you can tell they're like the best of the best. And um, if your name's not like those big people that have their own like restaurants named after themselves, okay. okay. So um, all right, 
I have no way of knowing how actual good their food is. I really wish. How was how was the show? So right, they basically just compete against each other, advance in the bracket. Um, they have really like some of the 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 highest level like chefs as like the judges, and they a little bit different from the guys' grocery games where they they know who they're judging the food for. This this one's like a a blind study, so they basically just eat the food, put a rating, and then. Um, they match them up whoever whoever has the most points based on um, how they use the randomizer items, taste and presentation, um, and they get a score and whoever wins goes on. Um, but it was kind of interesting. They actually had like this first episode yesterday was like a play in games where like they basically are, like having are having competitions to get into this tournament. So it's like another extra extra competitions, but it's it's so entertaining. Like I okay. makes me so hungry for sure. Except when they're cooking weird stuff that I don't like. But what channel? What channel is this on? How do you watch this? This on on Food Network. Food Network. Or, okay. Have, you watch this at all, Mike? I have not seen this particular show. No. If you're a Triple G Triple D fan, you should look into this because it's like you can just tell that they 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 know what they're doing way more than than any guys' grocery games. Episode. I can I can tell you this. This I'm the t- this is just how I am as a person that like I'll eventually watch this because you are such an advocate for it. It's just going to take me a minute to get there, I think. It'll take okay. me, like, it's going to be, like, one of those things where, like, one day I truly have nothing to watch. You just got to be flipping through. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I, what I was thinking. Like, maybe I'll just catch it one day, but I don't flip channels that often. I yeah. have one of those little store-bought antennas. That's the only time I'm flipping channels is, like, to watch the, <laughs> the local news. Like, that's usually the only reason I'm watching, like, cable cable. So, like, I feel like I'd have to get on Hulu. Hulu. I think yeah. We have Hulu. We have Hulu. Yeah, it, it, it's on Hulu. Guys Grocery Games. It's basically, this is Guys Grocery Games, but on steroids without, like, the supermarket that they're in. Okay. They, like, have okay. all the nicest ingredients at their disposal that they can use. It's like chopped. It's just, what's your favorite, yeah. what's your far, favorite part about this show? Um, I think they go pretty in-depth with, like, a lot of people's backstories. Like, there's a guy, this is a guy that I want to get on our podcast someday. Okay. Darnell Ferguson. He owns a... Um, a restaurant that's called like the superhero kitchen. So oh, he wow. Would, he would go right in with this. Well, um, uh, Darnell, I'll, just so you know, I'm going to be mean, reaching I'm, out I'm on going Instagram. To <laughs> just make sure that I have that name right as well. I know his name is right, but his restaurant. Okay. All right. Um, All right. So it's the contestant. So we'll keep you posted on Tournament of Champions. And Andy, maybe we'll get this guy uh, with a superhero restaurant on the pot. Yeah, he would be perfect. Okay. Maybe a Logan's Heroes. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since we've done a Logan's Heroes. We need to get some more on the calendar. So uh, that sounds pretty fun. Um, let's go to our next title here. Giggler, also, you watched a uh, Kygo uh, live stream concert. Yes, this is something different, not a show. Is this not? Is this not it? This is this is it. This, this is, is it. it. No, there's something. I just meant like something different to to do with our with our time now. Oh yes, uh, I've I've loved the virtual concerts. Yeah, Carrie and I have done a handful of them. Uh, we've seen uh, Silverstein, and I think we did Story of the Year one night. And when it's done right, like you're having a badass time yeah like you're like this is this is cool it's not the same as being at a concert but you blasted this guy how was this one this was uh, a couple nights was, ago this was amazing this is thursday night and live stream yeah he had to pay for it like 12 bucks but he's one of my favorite artists if you've not haven't listened to his music it's amazing just perfect like throw on while you're working mm-hmm. uh, like chill type electronic type music and I, I he's i've been a huge fan of his seen him live a couple times obviously not in a capacity like this where i'd like to be on top of the the Alps, but um, so this isn't the one you saw. No, this is this is this, this is the one you saw. Yeah. But you, he wasn't like sitting on the. Oh, ice he, was, he was. He, he was, was on top of the Alps. On top of what? On top of 
the the mountains literally like that picture is taken from it yeah, that's exactly it so oh he's up there gosh. and at some point in the middle of it so he's doing the dj thing and all of a sudden there you see a helicopter in the background that's literally dangling this clear glass type piano from it and that it drops it off on top of the mountain for him to go play and he like even like shows him like come in and all that and stuff. i was like whoa this is this is wild. No, that, that was like while he was DJing. So it, it's just flying around in the background. I was like, wait, they're not going to put him up in that helicopter, right? No and way. That, that was, that was, but it was like a beautiful scenery in Norway. That's where, that's where he's from. Uh, very, very cool to watch. Like Visually appealing. It sounded great. Yeah, it sounded great. Looked great. It how, how long was it? It was an hour, like hour and five minutes, something like that. So Can I, people see this now or is it, was it like a one-time probably? It, it's it's on YouTube, but okay. I'm pretty sure. If you want to look like, it up, maybe you can find it. It's Kygo live from the Sunmore Alps. Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to get taken down because if you charge people for it, then it's probably not. A lot of artists don't like their stuff on YouTube like that. It clearly wasn't him posting it, but I was like, I want to listen to this again. Just Mike, have you done any virtual concerts this year? I mean, I like. I just go down to YouTube rabbit holes. Okay, yeah. Like, walk, go watch <laughs> just old watch old stuff. <laughs> I'm an that. old soul. I watch a lot of classic rock stuff. So, hey, you've been doing that since we were yeah, in school. It's, it's it's once you start, you can't stop. All right. Well, thanks, Andy. Good what you watching today. Move on to PC Mike. You're going to give us an update on what you talked about last week. The Wire. It's getting a little better. Did you I, finish season three? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you can't binge that? Oh bitch? man. <sighs> I watched like three more episodes, but it, it, it's getting more and you're getting more invested into the characters and you can finally start to see some splits and some things happening. Um, and I did read that season four might be the best of the seasons. So I have like that on the horizon. Okay. So I'm getting there. Um, how, so how many episodes have you watched since we talked last? I like, think three or four. Okay. So you're making a way through it. But they're solid hour episodes. So All it's right. like. Takes a while. Yeah, and I'm watching it solo, so that's like me sneaking off downstairs. Like <laughs> Rachel's like, get, Where's where's Mike been all day? I, <laughs> I'm on a podcast. I gotta try to finish the wire. <laughs> yeah. My other job. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's right. I think there are twelve episodes in a season. So when okay. I finish, I'm I'm gonna stop talking about the wire season three. But when well, I am done, I will give an update. Why don't you yeah, why don't you do this? Why don't you tell us when you've finished season four? Yeah, a good oh season four. Well, I mean, unless you want to rate season one through three, I guess when you come back, I would have to do three because I watched season one and two like before the. It's pandemic. been a long time. Yeah. All right, come back. I when mean, you this season three this show aired in like the early two thousands. So. All right. Well, I'm I'm anxious to find out how you feel about it, um, because so far I'm not going to watch this show. No, I would not right now. Okay, I've, it's a lot of time. I've only seen one episode, and it was the series finale. Oh, oh, Andy. <laughs> Why'd you do that? I don't know. My roommate was watching it one day. Oh, and I you got to like, get up and it? leave the room. Yeah. What is this? I'm oh. not going to say anything about it. I also don't remember anything about it. I just meant it. for you. Oh, I, just... I mean, I don't remember anything about it. So okay. I don't think it would really well, and if you anything. Sometimes if you see something like that and there's no context, you don't remember. There, yeah. I mean, there was stuff popping off. That's all I remember. So what, right. what do you think? Better than episode probably three of this well, season. Yeah, what's, what like... season finale isn't going to have that? So All right. Well, keep us posted. I'll keep you posted. All right. You got another one here. This is... Video game world. Yeah, I uh, a couple months ago I bought that Batman Arkham package, and I actually beat Arkham Asylum, and I started Arkham City I think last week, and I've played about an hour or so, not a lot, but um, so far, if you have never played Arkham City, or you've never played the Arkham games, please just go out and buy them for twenty bucks or whatever they are, because this is cool. It really is cool. If you're a Batman fan, um, it is awesome. This is open world, 
So Arkham Asylum kind of led you down this path. This is more open world, and you can do more side missions and things like that. Um, graphics are awesome, insane. I still can't get over graphics. What and kind of console are you on? I'm on an Xbox One. Okay. And this game came out probably four or five years ago. But um, compared to Arkham Asylum, which I think was like 2011, this was a couple years after, it's like, wow, are we really doing this? Just, it's a great story. Um, the voice actors are incredible. Mark Hamill is the Joker again. Yep. Um, just awesome. If you've never played them, it's like watching a movie, but you're controlling the characters. What's your favorite part of the Arkham City game? I, I mean, it's just so different from Arkham Asylum, and there wasn't a drop-off of how good it was. Uh-huh. I just love the open-world feel now. Cause and you it's just like you're running into missions as you go. Yeah, and thing. you can use your batarang and go different places, and, oh, I want to do a side mission now. I can go help this person, or I can go do this, I can go do that. There's just a lot more freedom. Yeah, so, man. You can watch like crimes be committed and just walk by them and just be like, eh, I'm not really feeling like saving this little old lady right now. I need to go. Kill the Joker or something. Yeah, it's like Grand Theft Auto Yeah, a little bit. It's exactly like that. But you're Batman. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still don't have a, a console, um, but every time you guys talk about these games, and then my mind goes down the Spider-Man rabbit hole. And See, yeah. Spider-Man. It's like Spider-Man. It's like the new Spider-Man game. But I'm, that means I'd have to get a PlayStation. Well, maybe you need to get that for your listeners so we could all compare this series to have a, Spider-Man. What series. do you have? Um, I'm about to have nothing, so I don't know what I'm. Because your do. roommate's taking it yeah. when they move out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what are you gonna do? I don't know. You're just gonna buy. I'm one. in the market for the new for a new Xbox. So. Well, there you go. Most of superheroes is looking for a sponsor. We need one Xbox and we need one PlayStation. Microsoft, uh, Microsoft, and Sony. <laughs> Sony are you out there? Mm. <laughs> like, we'll talk about the games all the time. We will. I mean, I would do reviews of everything I played. Oh yeah, that's so, it's and then so like fun. do like the live streaming on Twitch. Like I haven't been doing the show as much on Twitch, but you get in the gaming world. That's like what Twitch is all about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, and then the last one. I love this. The alma mater, yeah. North County High School in St. Francis <laughs> County, Bonterre, Missouri. Is where me and Mike went to high school. Okay. You had some news on the uh, the basketball team on Friday night. Uh, me and a couple buddies, we listened to it uh, via the radio. Oh my gosh! Had to get download, out of here. Had Throwback. to download an app. <laughs> KFMO twelve forty. No free shout out. Shout out. Hell yeah! Uh, but yeah, we listened to it. Um, North County. Me and Logan both played basketball there. They won their first district title since 1995. They play this Tuesday against Sykeston at Sykeston. And then if they win that, they play Friday night to go to the Final Four. This is, I mean, I'm going to give it up for them. Uh, hey, go Raiders. Yeah. Go Raiders. Uh, yeah, I pulled. I even pulled the headline from the Daily Journal. That's the local newspaper. And uh, yeah, this is exciting news. I mean, I mean, uh, did they win? Did they play the Christmas tournament this year? That's the yeah. They did play the Christmas how'd, tournament. How'd they do? Actually, North County did not win the Christmas tournament this year. Uh, their best player was out. Uh, they lost to another school down home, Central, mm-hmm. by four. Ooh, and close that's one. North County's only lost this year. They are twenty three and one. Holy cow! I believe if you look at different rankings, they are number one in the state. Oh my gosh! Hey, well, hey, go Raiders! You got our full support here, and uh, so they just won districts. So now it's they won districts. Now they're in sectionals. They play Tuesday. So when this airs, you'll either be like, "Oh, they're playing tomorrow," or eh, you still won your district hey, championship. And that's your update on the local high school basketball <laughs> scene, keeping it well rounded. <laughs> you know, paying paying homage to where we went to high school. Absolutely, I love the New Jerseys too. I say new. Since yeah. I was in high school, um, but <laughs> no, they, let's not date ourselves. But yes, they are. For some, they've reached in those pocketbooks and they did find enough money to get new jerseys. 
from when me and Logan were there. Did you see I put a picture of the school even? You did. You did. And no one even goes in that entrance. <laughs> no, no one awesome. goes in that that's entrance. The, that's the B entrance. Yeah. You, you never even went in that door. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, all right. That's... No, I hate to date us, but that logo's even changed since we've been there. We didn't have that in C. No, like it, that. and that's like a really nice logo. I pulled that offline, and I was like, this is, we never had anything like this. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's what you're watching today. Um, before we move into the MCU for the rest of the episode, um, I did talk about in my Monday episode today, Ted Lasso. So I'm not going to talk about it now because I already did, but you guys should listen to that. Those, I don't know if you guys listen to the Monday show ever. It's only like 20 minutes. I do. And I talked about Ted Lasso and Apple Plus. That's a teaser. So go listen to the episode before the one you're listening to right now. There's a full review, spoiler free, and a rating. Let's go Good. check it out. That's on my list. Very high. It, was, it wasn't. And then all of a sudden I was like, this looks pretty cool. And now I'll just give a very short answer. Yes, go watch it. Okay. I have to find a way to stream it to my TV. I don't have Apple TV, and it's – I don't know. I'm sorry. I have Apple TV, but it's, like, on my phone, and I can't stream it to my TV somehow. I'll help you. Logan's very good at yes, that Yes, I was going to say. I'll help you. And also, I'll tell you this. Apple makes it easy for you to hit buy. <laughs> <laughs> that, too. All right. Let's get into the MCU, wrap up what you're watching with our next movie in the MCU rewatch, which is – Guardians of the Galaxy, but before we do that, we promise you guys we do a very quick roundtable. We're going to be super, super quick. I have a whole episode on this. It's mini episode number two, and this is a great time to plug our brand new MCU page, mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. It is, I'm very proud of it, I got to say. It's, uh, it's not just like I went and put all our episodes in there that had stuff. I have cut out specifically in order all of the MCU stuff we have reviewed and rated, and it's on one page. So go check it out. It's IG episode, mini episode number two, Avengers Age of Ultron. Let's do a roundtable real quick. Did you guys want to – you watched it. Yeah, I just watched it yesterday. And then, Mike, we'll see. You don't have to if you want. It depends on if you've watched it recently. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot everyone straight. You didn't. I didn't watch it. It's okay because it was <laughs> you, you weren't supposed to, really. Andy and I kind of took this one on very, very quickly. Major spoiler alert for the movie, though, because I'm just going to very quickly say – the Avengers get together again, Age of Ultron, where Tony is scared, Thor is curious, Cap loves war. You get the introduction to Wanda and Pietro and the introduction of Vision to the MCU. I feel like I've watched it with watching WandaVision a little bit. Maybe like like sometime in between early episodes. It's it's a must-see. If you haven't seen WandaVision yet, you need to yeah. watch this movie. It's it's. I even had a friend uh, text me about this and was like, hey, is there a movie about like Vision's OG story? I was like, yeah, maybe <laughs> one of the best movies. Exactly. Um, I'm, I gave it a 3.9, and when I rewatched this Whoa. last week, it, yeah, it's a 3.9 for me still. It's like top five favorite movies of all time. That's higher, I believe, than your in-game score. Yeah, I like Avengers Age of Ultron more than in-game, but not wow. more than Infinity War. Okay. Not more than Infinity War. I go. learned a lot. During the tournament about myself. <laughs> yeah. I really did. I had to look at take a long look in the mirror after filling out that bracket. I put down the pin like five times and just said, I gotta come back in an hour. I can't. <laughs> um Carrie's still filling hers out. It's been days. Oh, I've, I haven't <laughs> even started. I'm scared. I'm just I'm I'll figure it out. All right, Andy, you saw it this week. You did a you did you did a double duty for us this week. Appreciate it. Did you watch Guardians? Uh I listened to like a recap podcast online oh, nice. called um from the ringer called um oh my god i'm blanking on the name so have you have you heard of these where they do uh rewatchables rewatchables rewatchables, rewatchables. Yeah, the rewatchables uh, i have heard of this yeah. i have not listened to them though binge, binge mode that's what it is binge mode is the yeah. name of the podcast how yes. was how was the episode on age yes, of ultron so they, shout do a good out job. To them. they did it yeah they did they do a great job of uh, i've i've heard of them it's just their episodes are like 
long and it, it just seems like like why don't i just watch the whole movie it's, it's like a two-hour podcast about it's like we've learned you got to get hours. it down to like that 15 <laughs> 20 minute mark <laughs> but they do they, they they do go really deep on it because um a lot of things that that you would that you wouldn't think about um but i i really enjoyed rewatching this movie uh i I'll just start with my rating if that's cool. Do your thing, just man. Throw it out there. Yeah, it's we're keeping this one a, quick. We're gonna go right to Guardians after this. I gave it a three point five. Just, just below uh, Endgame and Infinity War for myself, rating wise. But it definitely my favorite part of it was just I, why I wanted to watch it because of how much it connects to WandaVision mm-hmm. and how I was kind of feeling based off after watching that. So just like a couple points that I moved in the movie that I really wanted to touch on. But mm-hmm. um, go ahead. Hawkeye has his pep talk with Wanda, like yep. in the middle of the battle. And he just says, the city is flying. We're fighting an army of robots and I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah. Just> <laughs> step out the door and you're an Avenger. Yep. And then she just basically just murks everybody and just comes out and kills like 10 of these yeah, robots at yeah, once. Yeah, obviously. Now, like, no, it's just kind of crazy to watch that knowing now what we all know about her and everything. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm going to uh, talk about it today. Cannot wait. And then it's just insane how they set up everything. Like, we, we talk about this every week. But, like, at the ver- like towards the very end, Stark, Tony Stark says to Captain America, um, I think I'll take a page out of Barton's book, build Pepper a farm, and live the simple life. I'm like, he literally did that. That's what he did. <laughs> he, was always, he was always trying to get to that life. Yeah, it's just it's just impressive. Like the little things like that that I've seen this movie ten times, and I just you, you kind of you catch things like that even that are connected to things prior and then things in the future. It's just it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's, and it's not even just that you catch like cool little Easter eggs. Like that's you know like you can watch Toy Story a hundred times and you'll always see like oh there's a little Easter egg. You actually see like how well done the movies are. You're like oh my god like that like they're talking about this. 10 movies in advance yeah. of like that payoff like we we're talking about with Mike years down the road. And they do like every character in this movie such good justice like with how it's going to like adjusting to things that happened in them prior and then kind of increasing their trajectory for movies down the road like through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Just so impressive that they fit this many people like on screen so easily, I feel like. Yeah. I uh, I'll say one thing that I know I didn't mention in my original review, so you can go back and get the full breakdown of this movie, but one thing I didn't mention there was uh I think I texted you guys about this. That love story that they talk about with Natasha, Black Widow, and Bruce Banner, like it's super like sad now that you see the the paths of each character and how they go forward. It's like they never really got to yeah. be the in most, love, really. The most they got was like a smooch. Yeah, they've kissed once, basically. Even though she was gonna take a shower with yeah, them. Yeah, that was <laughs> there. I, I noticed that too. Cool. Uh, thanks for the rating. Do you want to say anything at all, PC Mike? <laughs> it sounds like obviously one of me and Andy's favorite. I mean, it really is. I mean, I gave it a three point nine. It's a true score. It's almost a perfect movie. I'm gonna let you two talk about this, but I do want to highlight the MostlySuperheroes.com MCU page. Please, it is clean. It is awesome. It is easy to navigate, and man, it's a walk down memory road. Memory Lane, I, whatever. I'm like, where's Memory Road? <laughs> memory Road is like on the other side of Memory Lane. Uh, it's across but, the river. But, <laughs> right. Like as I've been looking through this, Logan has like awesome screenshots and Carrie does too of what it looks like. But now like before we film, before we record, I'm going to look and see what I wore like the previous week. So <laughs> yeah, I don't our pictures, the same our clothes pic- on. Oh, there we go. You're going to have a good idea exactly like, oh, look, oh, he must use the same photo. No, you were wearing the same yeah. outfit. 
Yeah, uh, we wear hats a lot because it's the end of the day when we do this, and we're not going to make our hair look all spiffy. But no, well, it, it is clean. It is awesome. And I just clicked on it, and it would be awesome if you, hey, ooh, okay, what did they say about Thor? You don't have to. We want you to, but you don't have to listen to the whole episode. Right. You can just go find that little bit about Thor, throw it up on your TV when you have friends over. Um, and if you want to, maybe you're doing the Mostly Madness tournament, you're like, man, I wonder what they said about Thor. Click on it. Have fun. And it's in order. It is and, not, and not only that, but I'm, if you will notice, I'm starting to make sure people know exactly when it is. So it tells you the phase, and it also tells you what MCU title it is. So in order, WandaVision is number 24. Did you guys know that? MCU title 20. And you and you sent me the list from here on out for the next like three years. The only it's reason. It's like up to like 60 titles. Yeah. The only be. reason I didn't know that is because it says 23 plus films. And then I did a little math and WandaVision's plus the TV show. So yep. there you go. There you go. And, uh, this episode has will have the season finale, and we're just going to keep this thing updated. And with that perfect transition, let's get into our MCU rewatch of this week. This flick does take place, actually, right before Avengers Age of Ultron, but it's in a galaxy for the first time in the MCU, far, far, far away. And no, that's not a Star Wars reference. I don't even know if I can legally say that. Um, but I will tell you this, if there was ever an MCU Star Wars crossover, I'd be into it. <laughs> and now that it's all under Disney, who knows, one day. Um, but no, this is the sleeper, folks. This is the movie that should have never, ever worked. It's the movie where Marvel said, I bet we could pull our D-line characters out of the basement and make a hit movie out of it. And they did. We are talking about the 2014 hit Guardians of the Galaxy. Real quick, before we do our gut check, as we always have, and see when everybody's seen it, when's the last time we talked about it, this movie stars Chris Pratt as Star-Lord or Peter Quill, Zoe Saldana as Gamora, Dave Bautista as Drax, the Destroyer, our fast and family daddy Vin Diesel as Groot, and Bradley Cooper as Ra Rocket Raccoon. Are you kidding me? This cast is unbelievable. James Gunn knocks it out of the park, and I rewatching this three days ago, Oh my gosh, what a treat. I had so much fun. It's getting higher and higher as I watch it. It's like a sweet wine, like <laughs> just getting better over the years. And uh, I loved it. Can't wait to talk about the story real quick with you guys. Uh, let's start with you, PC Mike. When's the last time you've seen this movie and what are your feelings toward this movie? It's within the last year. I didn't rewatch it recently, but it is one of the Marvel movies that I've seen the most because I do think it's so refreshing and it's so fun. And the characters I absolutely love. I love the secondary characters in this too. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to call them secondary characters like Drax and Rocket and Groot. Awesome, top to bottom, and it works. Like you don't think it's gonna work. You said it perfect. Marvel's like, oh, let's try this. Throw it against the wall. Well, guess what? It made seven hundred and seventy-two million dollars. Seventy seven hundred and seventy-two million. It only cost two hundred and thirty-two. It made the bank. It the people went and saw this movie. Uh, well said, Giggler. When did you see this last? And what? Uh, where is this one sitting for you? How do you? How does this one make you feel when you revisit it? Oh yeah, this is. Uh, I watched this about a month ago on TV. This one's like always on TV, which is fine. Yeah, like, I love when all these movies are on because it's like it's either guys' grocery games or an MCU movie that's on at any given time. So that's that's what. Uh, my that's wife, a win-win for my you. Wife, my wife loves it, all that. <laughs> hey, can we split screen this real quick? <laughs> Both. Uh, that's why we have two TVs. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, this, like, this is definitely near, probably in the top, near the top 10 
can't I can't tell you right now if it's in the top ten, but it's it's close. It's, All right. it's 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 close up there for sure. And it's it's just so good. Like like you said, they just pulled these characters that hardly any of us even probably knew. I, I guarantee ninety five percent of people that are um, MCU fans now didn't know what the Guardians were before this movie. Yeah, that's me. And it yeah. might have been yeah. higher. Might be higher than yeah. 95. No, I agree. Oh, I mean, so you got to be like a big comic book fan for that yes. for sure. And like, I guess there's been other. Uh, versions of the Guardians in the past that they've kind of teased that from in, in future movies. So that's that's kind of cool, like a little tribute to them. Um, but I, I love it. Like there's times where I forget that, that Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper are the voices of those two characters. Oh, yeah. And that's just another reason why it just makes it so great. Like Drax is maybe one of the best characters in all of the MCU because he's hilarious. Hard agree. Yeah, his timing is hilarious. Yeah. It's impeccable. He's like, you find yourself laughing at every scene he's in. And as a wrestling fan, of course, I'm going to gravitate to him versus anyone else. Yeah, like I said, should have never worked. Imagine the pitch meeting for this movie. Where you're like, <laughs> Bradley Cooper is going to voice this raccoon. Like, Vin, Vin Diesel is a tree. And right. literally just saying, I am Groot, the whole movie. And apparently, I mean, you have, we've all seen the footage at this point. It's been years of him saying, I am Groot based on what his line would be. So they would tell him, like, oh, your line is, we got to get out of here. And he'd be like, I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just Vin Diesel just saying it over and over and over. I love that. Wasn't Vin Diesel also, like, the Iron Giant? Oh, really? I, I You might know. be slipping in a fun fact here. Vin Diesel's a DJ now. You should look up his song on Spotify. It's pretty Is it pretty, pretty good? Great. I like it. Oh, man, Vin Diesel's doing it all, huh? He, he really is. And he's got F9 coming around the corner, which you know we're going to be talking about. Oh, uh, that's fine. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we'll have to have Mike, Mikey guest. Yeah, we'll uh, have Mikey back us. back on. That's For right. Sure. Um, all right, we got. Yeah, uh, so Vin Diesel is the Iron Giant in the Iron Giant. Uh, are you the serious? Nineteen ninety nine movie. Yeah, I knew he was something like that. And guess what? And then this is not a spoiler. In an episode of Ted Lasso, that someone's watching the Iron Giant on the TV. I just saw that yesterday. Whoa, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Thank you, Vin. I, when I think of voice actors, I think of Mark Hamill. Oh my gosh, Kevin Conroy, and then of course Vin Diesel. Making bank, that's for sure. Um, all right, spoiler alert! Right now, Guardians of the Galaxy. We're going to break down of the story very quickly. Um, also, I'm just going to go ahead and say it: soft spoiler alert for Guardians of the Galaxy two a little bit, Infinity War as well as Endgame because we're just going to do some connections. So if you're trying to really move your way through the MCU, just be advised. I'll do my best to give you a warning. Did our gut check. So, all right, what happens in this one? Let's talk about it. Let's give it a quick rating so it can live on our new MCU library. We can get up there. So in this movie, we meet Peter Quill, played by Chris Pratt. This is a regular 1988 boy from, that's right, Missouri. <laughs> give it up. We have made it into the MCU, folks. I like it. And uh, it, he, it's a young boy. He is actually... At a hospital, his mother dies, and right after this happens, he's sucked up into space by this guy named Yondu, presumably um, kidnapped. And then 26 years later, we have a full-grown Peter Quill, and he's on Morag looking for the Power Stone. I was like, which stone is it? They call it the orb in the movie. It's the, pur it's the purple little orb. And uh, the guy that's looking for this, there's a lot of people looking for the Space Stone. This is great. I mean, this is going to be timed right around Age of Ultron. We're starting to hear more about these Infinity Stones. And we're seeing that, like, across the galaxy, people are starting to look for these things. Who? All right, well, the big bad of this movie is Ronan. He's a blue guy. He's part of the Kree people, and he's working for Thanos. Just say it now. Thanos is in this movie. Yep. 
So like this big bad guy that you've been getting teased out in all these other films like uh, Thor and and uh, the Avengers. I mean, he's in this movie, not like in credit scene. He's in the middle of the film, and Ronan is helping Thanos get this stone. And Thanos's two daughters, Gamora, played by Zoe Zaldana, she's like one of the leads, uh, and then Karen Gillum plays Nebula. These are the people that are helping out Ronan. They're Thanos Thanos's adopted daughters. And credit scene was Thanos of Ultron. Don't forget that. It was. That was, I'll do it myself. And he said, I'll do it myself. Oh, man. Which I always thought was wild because I was like, so he was just like watching that play out? Yeah. Or did he like plant some seed for like Ultron to exist? Like, did he play? Like, did he pull on a string of the Mind Stone to like make I that? Because, because like he knew all about it. It is the end credit scene. He grabs the gauntlet. And he's like, "I'll do it myself." And I was like, "What? Are you just watching?" Damn, I right? Never really thought because he's that. not even in that movie. I just get so excited that he like that he that scene, and then I don't really think about the actual repercussions of it until right. down the ride. I've always thought about that though. Fans, let us know if you know because I've always wondered that. I'm like, did he play a role in Age of Ultron? Did he do something there? Huh. Um, so this movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, since it does take place in space, it's one of the first MCU movies, the first MCU movie that does this, like besides Thor, which like really only goes to like two places. They go to Asgard and then uh, Fro- the Frost Place. This place is going all over the place. First location is Xandar. This is like a really rich city, and this is where all the Guardians of the Galaxy will meet. So you got you meet Groot and Rocket on this planet. They're like thieves slash bounty hunters. There's a bounty out on Peter's head because Peter didn't deliver this stone to Yondu tries to sell it to a broker the guy won't take it and then Gamora is there to get the stone as well this is where they all get kidnapped and they get taken to a space prison called the clean the clean or the Klein. it's k-l-y-n never ever uh have said that right probably the, the clint <laughs> we'll call it the clin <laughs> and this is the meet the team scene that you got in the promo whenever they're doing like the the piece by piece, like this is Star Lord. He's a Earth. He's blah blah blah. Giggler. This is something I caught in my rewatch, and this is really messed up because I bought this. I bought like every MC movie right when it came out. There's a scene where there's a plot hole with Gamora's backstory. Do you remember this? What I'm where I'm going with this? I don't and think it so. and it says whenever they're describing all the characters, they say this is a, a Gamora, adopted daughter of Thanos. She's from this planet, sole survivor of this planet. She's a soul survivor. Yeah, I wish they would have played that song. <laughs> I mean, it, it does have a bomb ass soundtrack for this movie, but oh, one of the best. Oh, it's oh. I mean, we, that, why do you think I did a did you do a music the, show? Did you do the music show? I did as of this. It was definitely like the first, I think it was like one of the first episodes mm-hmm. yeah, I did, I and too. I did volume two. That's an easy, easy. One. Oh, it, it was yeah. I didn't have to do a lot of work on those because <laughs> every song's a hit. But here's the plot hole. Spoiler alert here for Avengers. Infinity War, but Gamora, it her, her planet is not dead. Remember, Thanos kills half, and then they prosper. And it was this big plot hole. All right, I've always noticed this line. I've always been like, oh, man, that sucks. It's not in the movie anymore. They took it out? It's literally gone. And I bought it on iTunes right when it came out, so it, it was there. But I have a digital copy. They changed your digital copy? I am telling you that I believe the digital copy of My Guardians of the Galaxy they snipped that part out. I backed it up 10 times and watched it. And I was like, I know this movie. I'm going to watch it again. Too. You have to at least watch this. that scene. Yes. Okay. 
So it's the scene where they're on they're the space people. John C. Riley's in this movie. Yeah, that's I'm clutch on the wiki, kind of like going through it. And I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, he's that. in there. He's part of the Zandarian fleet. Uh, you also have Glenn Close playing Nova Prime. They have a lot of like random actors doing small little bit pieces as well. There are so many. Uh, feel free to read some if Seth, you see any cool ones. Seth Green. As Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the uh, in credit scene. Rob yeah. Zombie as a Ravenger Navigator. Wow, one of the Ravengers. Okay. Stan Lee is in here. Yeah, um, forget what, you know what, that's, a, I forget what cameo he does in this one. Um, I just watched it, too. as a gotcha. Exandrian ladies man. Oh, okay. At, like, uh, probably, like, on Nowhere or something, whenever yeah. they're, like, in the gambling place. Okay. To, trying well, to see if anyone else is big in here. No, for sure. Let us know if you see any other big names. I definitely want to point out that point at the plot hole. And listeners, if you know what I'm talking about, like this was discussed on forums and stuff. It was big online. Like as right after Infinity War came out, there's this big thing of like Than- Gamora's backstory, and Thanos, you know, did the same thing he did everywhere. He killed half the people. He took Gamora with her. But like in this movie, it was like, well, didn't she say? Didn't they say she's the sole survivor? It was a big thing, so I'm curious to see if anybody else has experienced this. Disney, if you're listening, you better explain yourself. Please. (laughs) Next, I'm just still shook if they got into your iTunes and like snipped it. That's what I'm saying. Like it's a digital copy, so I guess they could, but like that'd be messed up. All right, yeah, um, we gotta do some dives on this. Moving deeper, getting towards about the middle here. The Guardians take the Power Stone to the Collector, so that's played by Benicio del Toro. The last time we saw this character, he's the guy on Nowhere, which, by the way, Nowhere is the head of a celestial being where people are living and gambling and, like, mining the bone marrow and juices from the giant's head. Do you remember this? And I'm also always thinking, like, well, who was that celestial being? And is it, like, a comic book guy we should be aware of? Like, is it, like, related to Galactus at all? Because he's the only guy I know that'd be that big. We're about to find out a lot more about celestials. Yeah. And, like, oh, yes, we are with Eternals. And we've learned a lot with Ego and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. All right, so the last time we saw the Collector was in Thor The Dark World. Uh, this is when Thor's friends brought the Reality Stone to him. So this is kind of cool. In this scene where the Guardians bring him the Power Stone, two Infinity Stones were in this guy's place for about 10 minutes. He had the Reality Stone from Thor The Dark World, then he had this one. But then his assistant like touches it. She blows up. They leave. Uh, long story short, Drax calls Ronan to like fight him on this nowhere place. So Ronan gets the Power Stone. Peter saves Gamora, and then the Guardians team up with the Ravengers to take on Ronan, which will take place back on Nova, or Xandar, where the Nova fleet live. We get an epic battle scene, comes down to Ronan basically losing this Power Stone. Peter gets a hold of it, but like humans aren't really supposed to be able to hold this thing. And I'm telling you guys, I get chills on this part. When he is holding that Infinity Stone, and then all the Guardians like hold hands... The music is pumping, and then they like pull it together to where they're not like hurting anymore. I was like, "This is." I was like getting goose. I'm getting goosebumps right now talking about it. You throw on that jacket. I should have wore it for this episode. You really should. I should just put it on. I yeah. guess <laughs> no, it's right here. If you're looking on YouTube, I got. I here. got something. Put it on. I got. I'll kill a little time. All right, go I, ahead. Please I, go ahead. I hate it when people call goosebumps goose pimples. Oh, that's not. A, that's not what they're called. I know. I know it's not. But some people call them. I got goose pimples. I'm like, I hate that. Oh, there it is. How's this look? Oh, Shark. Yes. Hey, I, I'm not Peter Quill. It's me, Logan. <laughs> Actually, I was kind of cold. <laughs> it is a little chilly. It's a little, down little chilly down here. I'm sorry, guys. You're welcome for the suggestion. Sometimes it's hot. Sometimes yeah. it's cold. 
life. Still trying to, yeah, that's right. Katy Perry said hey, first. And also, we all have t-shirts on. We usually have like a sweater, sweater or something. Yeah, we're, we're like adjusting to this new weather that we're having yeah. this week in Missouri. And that's how, this is exactly what St. Louis people do. It's 60 degrees one time, and you're like, shorts. <laughs> you're like, I'm wearing shorts now. Yep. It's not even cold outside. <laughs> it's not even cold anymore. Um, all right, so this is definitely some big foreshadowing to Guardians of the Galaxy 2, him holding this Infinity Stone. It is the foreshadowing of his lineage, which I'll keep that as spoiler-free as I can, but that you learn all about that in the next movie. And the Guardians win. They uh, they destroy Ronin with the Infinity Stone, and the only uh, thing that sucks out of this is that Big Groot sacrifices himself to save the team, but it's okay because Baby Groot. And then we get Teen Groot. <laughs> yeah, playing the game. That's an Infinity War. Are you giving me back talk? <laughs> Baby Groot's one of the best things to happen in my life. So oh, so like... great. That opening sequence of Guardians 2, which I mean, we're going to be talking about it so soon. Yes. So great. I found the uh, Stanley cameo. Looked it up. What, what was it again? He said it was like a ladies' man thing. But... Yeah. Yeah. He Rocket Raccoon uh, views him flirting with a lady. I think yes. it was on Xandar like, earlier in the movie. They're playing. I thought they were playing craps. Like craps on that nowhere thing. But I really don't remember. That might be the second one. I know, I know, and like, yeah, the, and then the one in Age of Ultron, he's at a party too. He's at the Avengers party, so oh, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, am I mixing all these up? And Stan. just to tease it out, we probably are going to rank these Stanley cameos. You threw that out last summer. week. I literally just found that in an article of sixty of his cameos. So there's our reference <laughs> point right there. Sixty. <laughs> hey, we'll just we'll just put it on this. <laughs> we could next we could, year. It's already we done. Could, we could seed those ourselves. We could just go down the line. Yeah, oh, well, that's that's fun. I like that idea. All right, so the Guardians get their shit back. Uh, this is where I get my like favorite line in the whole movie. It's not even from one of the Guardians. It's John C. Riley, and he's talking to them, and he's like, all right, guys, you got your shit back. Your records are clean. Um, just don't break any laws. And they're like asking if they can, which laws they can break, and Drax is like, what if I want to slit someone's throat? <laughs> and John C. Riley goes, well, that would, that's murder. That's one of the worst crimes. <laughs> So yeah, I'd have to I'd have to arrest you <laughs> every time. Um and then these these guys take off. So yeah, we get the end credit scene, credits roll, baby Groot is alive. He's dancing in the pot, aggravating Drax, and then like Mike pointed out, in credit scene two didn't really do anything for the story, but it's just a weird little shot of Howard the Duck with the collector. They're having like a cocktail. Uh man oh man, what a film. So much fun. We'll get some ratings here and stuff. Let's go ahead and do a round table. Andy, any other top moments that I missed that you can think of? Give us your overall thoughts on the film. Feel free to throw in your rating if you're ready. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd say soundtrack, one of the best oh, parts about this. Yes. Like, I music during that time period is just great. Like, oldies, so many good oldies in that. Like, I think I might, on my way home, I'm going to throw down that uh, music show episode. You should. Sure. You get to hear, I mean, Thanks you get to hear to the, the bangers. Yeah, I think that's probably the one that got a uh, creme de la podcast on on. On your tail there. <laughs> I probably was. Dang it. Creator. Sorry. I'm not kidding. Like We've had a lot of downloads, but that one had thousands of downloads. I believe it. Like, a lot thousands. of people are probably looking for that soundtrack, maybe seeing that and being like, oh, what's this? Yeah. If you're listening right now, just go to Spotify, type in Guardians of the Galaxy. You're going to find most of Superheroes in the Music Show. Oh, yeah. That's a good call. Um, but yeah, I, I just, like I said earlier, I love this movie. It's just, it's so funny. The action is great. It's like kind of like a uh, a small like change of pace of what we've seen prior. Like this is one of the bigger like intros into like the space world that we kind of see. Like obviously the whole MCU prior to this is not not like it's believable. You can't believe that there's really a Hulk or Iron Man and Thor and all that stuff. Speak but, for yourself. I'm but... like this is the news. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Uh-huh. I know what you mean, though. It's like the new introduction to everything else. Yeah, it just like opens up um, like so many windows and like think where we are now. Like there's literally going to be even more of this with like with the Eternals and uh, we're, we're going into like multiverses. Like what this whole MCU like spans, like MCU stands for like Marvel Cinematic Universe. And like that's like you think of that as like universes and like a group of a grouping of movies and shows but like it's literally like a freaking universe that is they should call it the multi it should be the mcm the marvel cinematic multiverse i wonder if they'll do a play on that someday that's pretty crazy trademark 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 write it down this is almost superheroes copyright 2021 (laughs) (laughs) we we gotta buy that website right now That's like Man Crush Monday. That's that's not a good acronym. These listeners are like, man, these guys are just always trying to get rich. <laughs> just like, oh, we got to scan these guys now, our favorite yeah. stuff. <laughs> All right, how about a rating? Uh, rating, that's a that's a good call. I'm going to go with a 3.3. Nice. I, I had, that's a solid That's score. like a, I think that's like a go-to rating for like a movie that, that's in that like top like top middle tier of of these twenty three plus movies that are in the in the MCU. Here's what I like the four point scale. Have you guys been? I like it. Like I feel like you, it just comes. What you yeah. don't? I go back and forth. What do you What do you think the alternative is? Is it like I think it's a ten point scale because I I equivalent. Man, you're really saying this on air right now. I too. know, we, but I equivalent. We're to gonna like, think about this now. I equivalent to grades in my mind. Oh, like that's just how it does. Like a, a nine point five is an A. Yeah, but what about four? But then I'd have oh. to do the math. But like, I know what an A is in my mind. Did you not go to college? I know I did. you did. I get that you got the hat. Your mom on. goes to college. <laughs> <laughs> you got the hat on too. I know. That is funny because like three point three, that's a B plus. That doesn't sound like it's great. Here's the thing. But I don't think I can change it now. We've done so many. I, know. I don't think you can. Well, that's what the other day, so I'm I'm gonna start going back and compiling my ratings because I don't want to. Oh yeah, we, I don't want to. It's like, on my list to like document all three of ours. Have for a discrepancy everything. where I say, especially now that we're doing this, I don't want to rate two movies True. like against each other and I know, then but I also like ones. I also like the more raw rating and not like thinking what did I rate that it should be like more in the moment I feel that's like that's true you're right and if there was only one place that I could go to find old ratings of the yes. MCU mostly superheroes.com forward slash MCU your view count's going to go up <laughs> by about 35 tonight when I figure out all my ratings <laughs> I'm going to see a big spike in the website traffic but like that's got to be Andy <laughs> 3 a.m. who's on at 3 a.m. like you're just going through it all right PC Mike I know I know you haven't seen it in a while, but I, I can tell you liked it. I think you'd be get comfortable giving us a rating yeah. and any thoughts you got. For sure. Um, I did find one tidbit, which Please. this interests me. In 2017, Guardians of the Galaxy was featured as one of the 100 greatest films of all time by Empire Magazine's poll of 100 greatest movies. At the time, it was the highest MCU on the list. Wow. Film on the list. I'll so that's pretty that. cool. Yeah. Um, what was that list? What was the list? Uh, Empire Magazine's 100 Greatest Movies. Okay, awesome. I'll, as we take a break and go through, I'll kind of look at the list and kind of give you some notable things, yeah. um, if I can find it. Um, I love the movie. I think it's one of my favorite MCU movies, because I, I like the comedy. I think it kind of breaks it up. I think it's different than everything else. Um, I'm going to go a little higher than Andy. I'm going to go 3.4. Oh, my gosh. Wow. How's that make you feel, Andy? It's fine. Raw. Well, just like he said it. I mean, it, it pumps me up when he rates him high. Because I, I'm just like, this guy, I feel like I was, I was always talking to him about MCU stuff growing up. Because and- I used to, like last, I think last week, we were all 3.3. And in my mind, when Andy said that, I was like, I can't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like 3.35. Yeah. You like had trouble sleeping. Yeah. I was like, ah, did we really? 
that's something that. we haven't thought about is if like you know if we could add a level of decimal to it so if you wanted to do like a 3.52 you could make it start doing like a three get, digit we can get crazy we'll think about it we'll think about it i think that's how dave portnoy does his pizza reviews doesn't he he does go a 10 point his scale is 10. don't go back his oh. is 10 well mar scale's better so. i like the 4.0 it, it's it's working for me I, I, it's like almost i like that it's more simplified because with a 10 you really i really got to think about it it's like you well, know I what mean, that three threshold that's easy for me to kind of identify and be like, okay, it's definitely over a three. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then if I end up in the twos, then I start working backwards and be like, shit, is this a one? Well, they do the stars. Like, they do stars. There's a four star four for star. people. There's five star for people. Yeah. So it's like stars. Yeah. So maybe it's not a number. We just need to come up with like the, the, the superhero. Or literally something. the only, I think the only issue that I've found is that we usually only talk about movies that we love. So like, that's true too. It should be high. We don't. We're not going to find a. Probably not talk about many movies where we're like going to give it in the t- ones and twos. I. I mean, Iron Man was a two point well, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, but like we haven't got it down in that one. Like, what's a one? Uh, well, the, again, the goal is really not to though. We yeah. should want to watch some good stuff. But yeah. either way, solid rating. So the Empire Magazine one hundred greatest movies of all time from uh-huh. twenty seventeen. Do you want me to do like a quick top five of what they had? Sure, go ahead. The Godfather was number one. Uh, the Empire Strikes Back was two. That's in our tournament. Dark Knight was three. In our tournament. Shawshank Redemption, four. In our tournament. Pulp Fiction, five. Did that make it? No. Ooh, it could have. Goodfellas, six. That's in there. Raiders of the Lost Ark, seven. That's in there. Man, we could have just gone from this list. Jaws. <laughs> okay. That's, Jaws, I, a good one. Jaws is a good one. A New Hope. And then, ooh, this is kind of That's big, in there. This is kind of a big omission from us. The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Um, so some Lord mm, of the Rings movies. I would have taken it. I would have swapped it out for one of our last minute entries. I watched Lord of the Rings recently. I was underwhelmed. Yeah. I back, thought, go ahead. I hate to do it. Back to the Future is 11. So back to the, the first one? Yeah. Well, two's in the tournament because I picked my favorite. I think Max's in there too. Yeah. Where's Borat in this yeah, top 100? Right. <laughs> that was my Aliens, biggest, my number one pick. Fight Club's up here. All right, let's. Jurassic uh, Park. Let's, this is a fun list. Yeah, uh, it's a fun list, and I'm very proud of like our list because uh, ours. We came didn't even from, look at this. We didn't. Come, we didn't look at anything. Ours all came from our heads, us talking about it, um, and from the fans. So well, well done to you guys, listeners. Our bracket looks sick. It's at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash mostly madness. Um, wrapping up, Guardians of the Galaxy. Go ahead, Mike. One Thirty-four on this list. Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought you said it was. This is a different. This is a no. This is the list. They were top one hundred. Oh, they were they, top one hundred. But they are thirty fourth on the list. All right. Well, cool. damn, that's pretty good. Yeah, wow. I didn't because MCU that high. MCU stuff. It's like tougher to get uh, onto these kinds yeah, of lists. Sure. All right. Um, for me, let's go ahead and give it a rating. Um, well, first up, a couple other big connections. Uh, we already said this, but this is the th- the Thanos story. First of all, so. You know, if you're watching the other Avenger movies and you, you're getting to the point where you start hearing more about Thanos, again, he's in this movie. Um, so much so that you'll see some characters that were in the Avengers movie from 2012. Remember when Loki would, like, uh, chat with Thanos' like, minions up yep. on that planet? They're in this. Ronan, like, does the same thing. He's, like, talking to those mm-hmm. people. Um, and then, yeah, here's my overall thoughts. So, I love it. I said this earlier. This movie should have never worked. Uh, we talked about this whenever Imran from Jock and Nerd came on here, but this many actors with this big a budget, like it should have been a disaster, but it's not. It does just it does just fine. Um, and I think they do it by tucking in these little moments with the characters, like Peter Quill going back for that cassette player in the prison. Yep. Um, Drax like gambling, getting drunk, and having fun. There's a moment where like Groot is literally just like off on his own, and he like, gives a flower to a little girl. 
Like that stuff's just tucked all throughout this movie to where you're like, holy cow, I feel for these characters. I'm getting to know them. It's action packed. It's unapologetically the movie it is. Totally heartfelt. I'm going to give it a rating. It's a 3.6. Yeah, I'm just nerding out right now. I really, really love it. Wearing the jacket right now. <laughs> I'd give that jacket a 4.0. Oh, man, this is a solid. This thing. It's, it it's cool. I've worn it. I've worn the Peter Quill outfit too many times. Like, put the jacket. I mean, you got to. Oh, yeah, Halloween. That's I right. That. And Comic-Con, Wizard World in St. Louis, of course. I was just wearing a Spider-Man mask the whole time, so I didn't get a good look at it. <laughs> yeah. Got the Halloween special. Yeah, if you want to see us dressed up in these outfits, uh, go check it out. I was actually a zombie version of Star-Lord, if you guys remember. Had the, oh, yeah. Had the makeup on. Um, all right, so that's Guardians of the Galaxy. Like Mike was saying, we got the brand new MCU rewatch page happening. The next one on our list is the last movie of Phase 2. It is Ant-Man starring Paul Rudd. And then next up will be Captain America Civil War, the first one of Phase 3, already in Phase 3, and Doctor Strange. And I think it's going to be great visiting this stuff uh, along with just seeing WandaVision, which we're about to talk about, and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Loki is right after Falcon and Winter Soldier. There's going to be ties, I'm sure, from Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. So lots to connect, lots to talk about. We're using the hashtag MCU Rewatch, and it's all happening at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we are talking about Phase 4 of the MCU, WandaVision, the season finale. We'll be right back. Hello, podcast listener. This is your host of Mostly Superheroes, Logan. We hope you're enjoying the show. Did you know that you or your business can advertise right here, right now, in this advertising spot for Mostly Superheroes? That's right. We are currently open and negotiating terms with potential partners. Please go check us out at MostlySuperheroes.com and reach out on our contact page. Enjoy the rest of the show, and we'll see you next time. Welcome back from the break. Having a blast here, Logan, on Mostly Superheroes with PC Mike and the Giggler. Hope you enjoyed our little breakdown of Guardians of the Galaxy, along with all of our What You Watching. Send us in with what you're watching. Um, didn't get a lot of fan stuff in there today, but it's all up to you guys. Uh, you can join the Mostly Superheroes Facebook group. That's Mostly Superheroes Squad. Free to get in. It is exclusive and private. Um, and any of our social media. We're very active on Instagram. You comment on something, go follow us at Mostly Superheroes, and we'll feature you on the show. All right. The meat of the episode, phase four. I can't believe it's already come and gone. Nine episodes of the premiere of the first MCU of the year for 2021. It has ended, and we have just watched the season finale, and we're going to talk about the story. We're going to talk about how we felt. We're going to dive in deep. We're going to explore every avenue, and then we're going to make, uh, you know, get ready for the next title which we'll talk about here at the end. But before we get into it, like we always do, let's do a gut check right now. And you guys be totally honest. I rewatched this today, so I'll kick us off. I'll tell you the truth. Whenever I watched this the first time and it ended, part of me felt like a little let down. And I felt, and I didn't know why. I was like, it had everything. It had action. It had fights. It had story. It wrapped it up. And then when I rewatched it, I realized, and I, well, I talked about our a buddy Adam. He's been on the show before. We talked about this. It was that I think that, and I told you guys even, the predictions just got like a little wild 
and it was fun. It was cool to see stuff, but I was just like, there's no way that all this is being opened up in the very first title of Phase 4. I put it to Adam this way. You didn't meet Thanos in Iron Man 1. So, like, they're just, to me, there couldn't be the big stuff. I rewatched this thing. This was a solid, solid show, solid episode, a lot of fun. I enjoyed it, and I'm excited to break it open with you guys. Let's go ahead and go to the giggler first. How'd you feel when those credits rolled and you got through the episode? Where were you sitting? I completely agree with what you said, except for I, I was not disappointed the first time I watched it because I think the directors get a, did a good job of like leading up to this in the few days. Like There was a lot of news about, hey, your fan theories, like maybe chill on those. Like You might be disappointed. It was like open. Like Once I was like, okay. And I've said this on the past few episodes, like I, a part of me was disappointed in the last two because certain fan theories and stuff didn't come through, but like, that's on us. Like, it's really awesome that as a community, like we can talk about, like, think of how many places you can go to get theories like this, YouTube, Reddit, um, Twitter, anything like you can just type in Mephisto and just there's 5,000 tweets per minute about what's going on and even just, just scrolling through your Instagram feed. Yeah, yeah. People are, like, making memes of, like, this is going to happen, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, so I I absolutely loved it. It was nice. It was perfect. Um, I'm glad that they that they kind of warned us about that because I, I was just, like, I was already had some reservations. Like, there's so much that they have to recap in 50 minutes, and if they do that, then they're going to take away from, like, some of the actual story of what needs to be resolved in this current show worrying about these characters, like, that's what the idea of the show is to get exactly. more like backstory and future story for certain characters. Like it's not about the whole universe as a whole. Like obviously the what's happening here is going to have a huge effects on, on the next movies, but um, I absolutely loved it. Very nice. PC Mike, where were you sitting at the end of the, at, uh, the title of the episode, by the way, is the series finale. We need to unpack this in itself, but where were you sitting when it ended? I'm a little different than both of you. I was disappointed. Um, okay. I'm not a huge MCU guy. I mean, I, I'm enjoying it as we go through all this stuff. Um, and yes, the fan theories were getting a little wild and getting a little out there, but I was just like, we built all the way up to this. I really mm. thought the series started off a little low, and then it peaked, and then it kind of ended on kind of a sputter. Like, not even, I don't think they put, their best episodes were five, six, and seven. Yeah, like by far in my mind. Um, Just some questions and things like that. Like Petro is just an actor in town. Like we're going to talk about it. We're going to, we're going to little things like that. We'll go through it. We'll break it Um, up. And yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk a lot about it, but I was just a little let down. Um, I didn't really, I had to even text you guys like the mid credit scene and the, um, ending scene like yep. it was predictable like we knew like once you andy said what he said about it just we knew that this was going to set up something else with dr strange and there was nothing it did it, i agree with that that it was a really big ending and like there was a lot of things happening but it did feel very predictable yeah it like, felt like of course this is what would happen like that happened and then that happened and that happened i think you're actually onto something there and i was like I wanted a big reveal or something yes. crazy, just a little bit, like. And Paul Bettany, yeah, he he duped us. Yeah, he, he did. Us. He played us like a fiddle. He he really toyed with the fans yeah. of the MCU. Well, I think Elizabeth Olsen kind of did too, but I think her question was asked <laughs> a little bit. Differently. I saw people tweeting that were just like literally saying like, 
Luke Skywalker question yeah, mark? Yeah, but supposedly, in her defense, I guess the question was asked is asked to her in the in the way of is there a Luke Skywalker level cameo in this show, and she said yes. That's so well, that she was didn't ro- say, but that was wrong. Yeah, she wasn't claiming unless the cameo was Evan Peters. Claiming. Well, and you know what? That is a subjective question. That is all about your opinion, and maybe to yeah. her, like she was like, absolutely. Evan Peters of American <laughs> Horror Story is yeah, Luke my, Skywalker. To my me. fake dead brother is <laughs> cameoing. Right. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's Ralph talk. Boner. Let's talk about some specifics. Yes, Ralph Boner. We're gonna talk about all of it. We're gonna go right down the line, as always. So yeah, first of all, just unpacking this. The series finale, it was 50 minutes total. The events of WandaVision come to a head and the destinies of all who took part are determined. I mean, there's this is no guessing game. It is called the series finale. I feel like there is no season 2. Probably not. Yeah. I don't I don't know what Like you said, do. what and like you said, what would it be? She takes over another town? Yeah, I I I could see it not being like WandaVision, but I could see it being maybe something else. They called this the series finale, but there might be something else, like a show with them, because they can't have the same premise. She can't take over another town. And here's the real truth. TV, they are doing TV differently than it's ever been done before. It's never been entangled with movies like this. So the truth is, oh, there's not another season. You're absolutely right. There could be another show that's, it could be Wanda and Doctor Strange. And like, that's a show, you know? And I don't think they could make another one like this with the flashbacks and stuff, and it wouldn't. It just wouldn't play. Right. I don't think it'd play. Yeah. So that's fine. That's okay. I kind of like. I always. I always kind of thought this. I thought this would be like a one chapter thing. I'm okay with it, especially the way it ended. I'm certainly okay with it. Going down the line, previously on, Wandavision, Pietro takes Monica Rambo. Agatha tells Wanda about the ruins magic. This is in the flashback of last week. White Vision being born, and then lastly, Agatha saying to Wanda again, this is chaos magic, Wanda, and that makes you the Scarlet Witch. Like, definitely reminding everyone. To me, I just don't need all that, so I was already kind of like, all right, I know, I get it. She's the Scarlet Witch. And I was already mad when I first clicked on Disney+, Plus and I saw, like, I think on Disney+, Plus it said, like, 47 or 49 minutes, and I was like... <laughs> Are they doing this to me again? <laughs> just short, yeah. just short, yeah, just a little bit. Like really? They're just testing people. All right, story opens up uh, on our YouTube channel. We have all the images from this episode on a single slide, uh, and we go from top to bottom. Um, and we open up right where we left off: Wanda versus Agatha in the street. Agatha has the boys. It's a witch fight. Power blast! Power blast! Agatha sucks Wanda's magic. She is the connection, I think, to the commercial with the yogurt and the shark and the kid getting energy sucks she's the person sucking how long have we been in this fight four episodes oh that's really that's fun three three but still a long time (laughs) a long time and it's it's here we go it's witches blasting each other she smashes agatha with a car and then boom oh well and then we see uh, a wizard of oz reference her boots run to the car that was cool and then here we go white vision shows up and tries to smash her skull (laughs) <laughs> that, was, that was rough. Oh, that was, she's, Elizabeth Holden's a great actor. Like, her face, I was like, ooh, that does look like it hurts. New Vision comes in, and it's Vision versus Vision, Wanda versus Agatha. Monica, this goes over to Monica Rambeau. She is with Pietro. They're inside of his house, his messy, like, room, <laughs> which I'm telling you, this looks a lot, this looks just like his room from the Fox movies. Oh, I didn't think I'm just telling that. you. I'm telling you that, like his basement, where he lives with his mom in the Fox movies. 
and like Magneto and Professor X come and get him. I haven't seen this movie in years. I remember this. And they go down there and he's, it's like almost the same character. Like kind of scatterbrained. Scatterbrained, running all over the place, playing like pinball and stuff, watching. He says something about Steven Seagal in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he says anything in the other movies, but I was like, is this a tie? Again, I'm still connecting too many dots probably. (laughs) Goes back to Vision versus Vision. Uh, and white vision in the sky, like straight up tries to take the top mind stone from his head, like Thanos. Not did. again! Like, not again! <laughs> white white vision kind of just looks like a big sperm. A sperm, oh, poor Isn't guy. That or Silver <laughs> Surfer? Like, I thought he kind of looked like a Silver Surfer. It's just weird vibes, but he made some weird weird faces in this too. He's like, it's <laughs> like, oh, he's like, am I vision? <laughs> you gotta watch that on YouTube. Yeah, you're getting a real YouTube uh, shot of my face here. All right, so that that fight's happening. Back to Sword. All of this felt a little fast, too. Like, all right, so Wu is there. Hayward's got him uh, in handcuffs. And Wayward is basically just admitting to being a bad guy right now. He's like, well, no one knows about this. They won't find out. And no one has the footage of WandaVision, so nobody knows what happens. He does say that. Classic bad guy. Yeah. Yes, classic Super bad villain. guy. It was a little, like, I was like, what? Um. Wu calls help from Quantico. He calls some guy named Cliff. I don't know if it matters or not, but that's who he calls for help. <laughs> um, all right, so Wanda and Agatha are now in downtown Westview. The Scarlet Witch is not born, Agatha says. She's forged, and her power exceeds the Sorcerer Supreme. I don't know if you knew this, PC Mike. The Sorcerer Supreme is, in fact, Doctor Strange. <laughs> so she just flat out says, you're more powerful than Doctor Strange. I bet Benedict Cumberbatch is like, what the? Like doing his like little ring thing, like looking through, like <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> I have all sorts of things about him not showing up. I mean, it's really weird to me that he didn't show up during any of this, based on what he's done in other movies. You I can't mean, just like even fake it, like show like the back of his head, like watching from like at a, the end. from like a mirror or something, yeah. like what? like you could ex- exactly like not even one connection. You couldn't do what was the movie where you just saw Thanos's weird chin? Yeah, a lot of the in credit scenes were just like a yeah. shadow. Yeah, like Thanos, like looking like. Well, you couldn't do that. And like, in, remember when Thor shows up in Thor Ragnarok and like immediately Dr. Strange like is like, hey, what are you doing here? I'm like, this lady hexed eight miles. <laughs> and also like, you know that like Nick Fury is aware of what's going on due to what you see in that one of that credit scenes. So like, like nothing. it's not like the Avengers team was just unaware of what was happening and the consequences. Like they literally, the leader of them is... Doesn't Doctor Strange live in New York? Yes. This is in New Jersey. He couldn't just be like, like, hey, I need to take the ferry over to see what's popping. And he flat out says, like, I'm here to protect your reality. There's a whole town of people that are, like, being tortured for days. And, like, the most powerful being in the world. Doesn't know about it? But... Maybe we'll find out. Yep. Maybe it's a, you know what it is? is maybe, it, maybe it's the Captain Marvel cop-out where it was like, hey, I was busy. Or I was there the whole time, like, behind <sighs> the scenes. Yeah, you had it under control. <laughs> if it would have got out of control, I would have came in there. Yeah, nobody died. <laughs> yeah, no one died. All right. Okay, uh, so then Agatha unbrainwashes the town, and they all, like, confront Wanda, and this is where she lets them all go, finally. It's like, all right, get out of here. Goes back to Fietro and Monica, and this is where Fietro, he calls Agatha Mrs. He's like, the Mrs. is out doing her thing. This is where I lay out, lay low, and then this is where she finds the picture that says Ralph Boner. <laughs> and, like, are we supposed to believe that he's just a guy that lived in that house? 
did Agatha give him super speed and everything? Yeah, I think she gave him super speed and possessed him. Maybe she gave him super speed. I don't know. But like, is that is this, this is what happened? That's the question. Like, was he already <laughs> was he already enhanced and she controlled him, or did oh, she did add... he did he have speed? Yeah, could be. That's something that I personally. But he just happened to live next door, or that's one of my gripes about the show, and one of the very few about the the finale is this that how that played out. Yes, but I'll give them credit that something they could explain down the road. But I don't want that to be like a explanation for anything that the MCU does that we don't like mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Kind of like a cheap grab at a laugh too. It, was it just felt like, it felt a little um, like really? dirty. Like it was like, wait a minute, don't dangle that in front of us. If it's not true. I mean, that's one of the reasons why everyone loved the show is like, oh, look what it's all going to do. Like, if that's if that really was what they're doing, <laughs> just effing with us, then like some of these fan theories and stuff that we're all coming up with, like that's maybe that's not a fully on us. Like, remember uh, when we were talking we're... about Herb cutting through the wall and we were like, maybe it's Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I said that. <laughs> like we were just lo- like looking at everything through that lens. So I, but that specific thing was such a big thing. It was like. Here's the entering of mutants into the MCU. Because I feel like this show could do it. I don't think right. Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be that type of show. I it think won't. it's going to be like an action show where stuff's happening, and it's going to be like CIA kind of things and stuff like that. This, I was like, man, we could really dig, and we can yes. look. And like, I feel like Kevin Feige, if he's ever listening to this, he's going, just wait, guys. I yeah. feel like there is a just wait component here of just like we are still just so early days that maybe True. some of us will come too. back around. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you think about this was supposed to come out before or after. Uh, yes, that's Falcon true. Winter too. Soldier. So I wasn't expecting really any of this to set up that at all. That's kind of going to be its own thing. But I think that could still have some surprising setups for future uh, for future events. Like supposedly, I watched kind of a, a breakdown of the trailer and one of the locations. I'm not going to say much because this could be potential spoilers and stuff. But one of the locations that looks like that they're referencing in the in the trailers is highly connected to to mutants and X-Men. Mm. So it could be just them calling a Fiatro on us again, just Right. Or like maybe they do it a total surprise and they just this is they do introduce it in Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I'm along for the ride. Yeah, I know. And I and here's the thing, I really do trust them. But um yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Let's keep going. Let's see how we feel at the end of this. Uh, the boys, Wanda and Vision's boys, they're watching from their room and they like run downtown to help. So like the whole family like comes back down together. Um, yep. Like I said, she lets everybody go. And then back to Vision versus Vision, uh, new Vision starts coming apart. And so do the boys because the reality's coming down. So after she lets everyone go, she like stops and then the family's like there to fight together. It's pretty cool. And I did start to feel like, oh man, these guys really do. They are a family. And... The boys show up. They're uh, here to help. And then Agatha starts sucking up Wanda's magic again. White Vision comes back. Sword shows up. And this is the big climax. Everyone's there. Like, everyone's downtown. And this is where we get Vision and Vision in the library. And the big fight scene. Our boy Adam, he did say that this he had some major Age of Ultron vibes when Vision and Ultron faced off in the, like, the where the dome was. Oh, yeah. He said he felt like a, like a lot of that same fight style and filming style, and I was like, I absolutely did. Them shooting at each other and, like, Vision flying down underneath. Good call. Um, and Vision says, are you are you sure you're the real Vision or I'm the real Vision? And then, then he, that's when he says, I requ- request elaboration. So they're going to talk about this, which I understood. Like, that's what two Visions would do. 
The boys handle the military. Wanda is now up in the sky for the final battle against Agatha. And then Monica protects the young boys from Hayward, who stepped out of the car to shoot these kids. Was like, I'm going to shoot these two kids right in the face. And she like just takes in the bullets. And they just like photon. I'm saying photon. (laughs) Like it's her name. But they just go into her and fall down. One of the boys stops one of the bullets too, I think. He does. Yeah, the the wit the witch one, Wiccan, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then Hayward gets hit by a truck by Darcy. So Darcy has a big hero moment. And where was she the whole time? Hanging driving, out. Driving. Didn't, they even, didn't they say something like, Where is she? And they're like, Oh, kind of doing her own thing. She hates debriefs or something yeah. like that. Like, she, <laughs> like she's really just hanging out. Like the, she just left. They couldn't afford her for the finale really. Wasn't even well, yeah, she was laying it <laughs> that one shot. Yeah. She had one, yeah. She was probably in the that truck just housing ice cream. That's Eating ice cream. Doing. That's what, what I'd be doing. doing. I love. Hell yeah. I don't want anything to do with this battle. I'm not a. Yeah. She would never like always. She, well, she she fought with Thor and Dar- Thor the Dark World though. Um, we didn't find out about Ian the the intern from Thor the Dark World. Like, no, we, <laughs> we tried. We tried. Oh man, we should do a best of like worst WandaVision takes that we've had in the past two months. All? Oh, all of them? Yeah. yeah. Every single thing that we like theorized. I mean, I, I was like, you, we're crazy. We really. <laughs> but there are nine episodes. You thought that there was going to be a lot of payoffs. And, and we weren't as bad as some people. Not at all. We kept it in check, I thought. Like, we didn't even like go on Reddit or the message boards and be like, you guys see? Like, did you guys pause that 14th frame? I wasn't of reading. Credits? I wasn't reading hardly. Like nothing, virtually nothing, and I was still making some like now what seems like outlandish claims, but whatever. Um, okay, so this is where Vision and Vision talk about the theory of the ship the- Theseus, and it's basically about you know if you take a ship apart and you put it back together and there's rot involved, like is it still the ship or not? And they come to the conclusion that like neither of them are the real Vision or they both are. Like either way, like they're like this is. This is like, and this guy is conflicting with his motive, which is kill Vision. So this is the big discussion that gets him like thinking it through. Old new Vision helps old OG Vision. This is OG Vision's body. We have to make like very clear. This white Vision is the OG Vision from all the movies. That's his body. Weird to think about. Yeah, because that's kind of especially because that's why Ag- sperm. and that's why Agatha said, "Ooh, your your boyfriend and your husband show up at the same party. What are you gonna do?" And so he brings OG Vision's memories back. Looks like he doesn't need the Mind Stone anymore. That being said, we know that the reality comes down and it takes away like New Vision is the boys. But I guess we assume that like this guy, he just flies out of this thing and leaves after he right. finds out. That's what's crazy. Like what? And where did he, he go? Come back. It's, it could be. Well, and he says, "Oh, I didn't even say this." He goes, "I am Vision," and then he flies off. Maybe he just didn't want to stay around with a single mom with two kids and wanted a new start. Yeah, he's like, whoa, <laughs> off the I'm, hook. I'm getting out of here. Those aren't my kids. Those aren't mine. I think that it was something like that, or he was confused and he just needed to go be somewhere and like figure it out, or that like maybe him getting his memory back, he remembered something that he needed to go take care of. You're already starting. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Future hot but you takes, wa- you watch though. Hey, in a decade and a half. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, hey, look, years. look, Vision was flying around the sun this whole time. He's just waving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so here we go. Wanda takes Agatha back uh, to, like, old time where those old witches tried to kill her. It's like a reality that she's created again. And then all the witches in it turn on Wanda. This is where she gets her Scarlet Witch crown, and it's a big fight in the sky. 
All right. Here we go. Agatha tries to make a deal. She's like, give me your power. You can live here in Westview. It'll all be fine. Uh, Wanda says, all right, here, take it. And she starts blasting her with her powers. She's hitting her sometimes. Sometimes she's hitting the wall. All the while, Agatha's getting, like, real juiced up, and Wanda is, like, visibly getting old and dying. It looks like she's going to die, but then Agatha tries to cast her spell. Doesn't work. Huh. Wanda put the hieroglyphs on the reality, and she, just in case you <laughs> didn't understand, Wanda says out loud, the witch that creates the hieroglyphs on the ruins has the power. A little, again, I don't need that. So I feel like this is part of them opening up to a wider audience. You're getting a little extra dialogue. Um, and then she went. She blasts her down. She says, you're going to live here. I'm going to trap you in this town. And she makes her into Agnes, the character she was playing all along. Yeah, like, like that's her prison now, right? She just that's has her, to live. Yeah. There. She's in her prison. I like the hieroglyph thing. I mean, it was a good callback. I was going to say, how'd you feel about the prior the, episode? The where, big witch on where, witch fight. Where it happened to, um, obviously that happened to Wanda in, yeah. in her basement of uh, of Agnes. So Yes, and, and we're also learning here that Wanda is a fast learner. Yes. Another payoff we never got. Where in the heck's her husband? Ralph. Well, Ralph, Ralph Boner. That's her husband? He That's calls her. It, yeah. He calls her the Misses, and they live in the same house. Maybe he's a not real husband. Like I'm, it looked like she was I, keeping him upstairs. Yeah, but I, like maybe looks, not. But he looks like her son to well, me. I don't know. Well, I don't here, know. Hey, it's twenty twenty one. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, well, here's here's this. Here's this. She says she's going to keep Agatha a prisoner in Westview. First of all, she is now the Scarlet Witch. Not only does she have the crown, she has the outfit. I'll give it up because yeah, it, that looked good. It looked really good. And she, uh, Agatha tells her, you don't know what you've awakened. You're going to need me. So that's foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. She'll be back. She will. And she said, I know where to find you, which is true. Okay. Wanda, Vision, the boys are together. And Vision says, I think we should go home. And she goes, I'm going to set all this right. And Vision says, just not for us, right? And I mean, I'm already getting sad right now. Uh, this really did get to me. This was really tough. And... Uh, they go back home. The whole family goes there. They put the boys to bed. They say goodbye to the kids and tell them that they're proud of them. And they say goodnight, Dad. And Vision literally says, like, goodbye, kids, as he like, leaves the room. And <clears throat> Vision and Wanda have a one-on-one. -on -one. And Vision says, what am I? She says, you are the piece of the mind stone that lives in me. You're a body of wires and blood and bone that I created. You're my sadness and my hope. And mostly you're my love. They kissed. I cried. Okay. Vision, okay. Vision says, I've been a voice with no body. Jarvis. A body with no human. Vision. And now a memory made real. Who knows what all might be next? We've said goodbye before. And she says, maybe we'll say hello again. And she said to the kids... Thank you for choosing me to be your mother. Oh, that was, I had that written down. I'm glad you said that. That was like, I was like, what does that actually mean? What did that mean? What did that mean? They, you they chose us to be. Talk about hot take, hot takes. Like, could that be they, she took them from another universe, maybe? I don't know. It says, you chose me to be your mother. I don't know what that means. So the reality comes in, the boys presumably go, and Vision goes slowly and says, so long, darling. And it's over. Wanda's back where she started. <clears throat> but she's no longer crying. Um, she went through 
this all to like kind of deal with her grief. And she heads back downtown. She gets d- dirty looks from the town. They're like, huh. I'm like, dirty looks? This lady kept you hostage for days. I mean, at least days. Nothing they can do about it. And Monica says, uh, given the chance and the power, she's like, I would have brought my mom back. So I kind of get it. And Wanda says, I don't know this power, but I promise I will learn it. And I'm sorry for all the heartache I caused. And then she flies off into the sunset. And that's, I mean, she's gone. Credits roll. It's over. So we think. Before we get into the mid-credit scene, the end-credit scene, how are you feeling, PC Mike, at the end of this when it when she flew off? That's it? A little that's, bit? That's kind of how I felt a little bit. But, um... I did like the scene with her and Vision and like the world's collapsing. Oh man, yeah. but that was a good ending. Yes. I, I will say that. But I was just like, man, are we really like? I was like still waiting for it, and I know I got my hopes up, which they kind of put us in check throughout the week. But I was just like, is this really how it's gonna go? But then I was like, oh, well, it's there's gonna be some credit scenes. Like I kind of was like, oh, okay, well, yes. And I've always and we've counted on this. You know, you know, you're gonna get them in the end episode, Giggler. I loved it. I was so you were good. I, I mean, I <clears throat> you were like, this is good. This is on the way. I agree. Like, I wish there maybe would have been more of like a, I guess, cliffhanger kind of ending, not not related to the to the credit scenes. But I mean, it's still, I think the show still holds up on its own. Nine episodes, not comparing it to what's gonna happen in the future. If you kind of just think of what this this does compared to or like in company with the the prior movies. Like it made it made watching Age of Ultron so much better. It's so true. Like when Vision popped out of that um whatever machine he was being made in and like does that cool pose. I was oh like, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like when Thor brings him to he's life. He's had his redemption. I don't I won't say anything bad about Vision anymore. Yeah. And it was cool seeing Vision See, on Vision. Mike, Mike Until agrees. this old vision's like floating around doing something oh. stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're not done. I think Vision I think Vision's very much back in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I bet Paul Bettany's like, heck yeah. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> he's having a great time. Yeah, he wants to like, work with himself. All right, cash that check. All right, um, I will say I, I agree with you guys. I, I like on both sides of it. Really, I felt a little bit of a longing for something more. I almost just felt like no reckoning at all. Like no one even like threatening to go get her. Like no one from Sword was even like, "We'll find you." Like somebody should have said that. It's kind of Thanosy, like him just going and farming. Yeah, yeah just him, like, out in the middle. Oh well, let's oh, talk. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about him. So first mid credit scene is Monica Rambeau. She gets pulled inside. First of all, Wu is like cleaning up the town, so he's doing that. And then Monica gets pulled in by an agent. It is absolutely a scroll. This is one of the shapeshifters. Uh, we meet these folks originally in the Captain Marvel storyline. And then I've said this before on this show, but it's we got to tie this stuff together. This is the end credit scene from Spider-Man: Far From Home, where we learn a lot more about scrolls and a lot about Nick Fury and a lot about. She says, "Where's where's where am I where am I meeting this leader scroll?" Monica asks, and the the scroll just goes. She's talking about that space station. Yeah, yeah, that's a callback to earlier where she's supposed to be grounded or whatever because yep. of that. If you if you go missing or whatever, mm-hmm. like protocol for sword, which they're like, no, not anymore. No, you're coming up. That's very cool because especially in that, if you rewatch that credit scene, you can see. I'm wondering if. What was that? That was far from home, right? Where mm-hmm. uh, Nick Fury comes out of that like pod or whatever in space, and you can see the scrolls behind. He's like laying there, like at a beach, but then he's, yeah. it's just a a screen. But there's a there's on the screen there's a picture of a hex, and 
that made me wonder what is that they're watching the whole time the hex or is it no. like the hex oh my god that's where like that scene literally is like him being like all right the hex is over gonna go get monica rambo and she's gonna be a space badass just like captain marvel now do you Could think yeah, well guess what this is perfect because as we rewatch these movies we'll catch it if it's true oh yeah because yeah. i haven't seen that in a long time like you know monica is going to be a huge part of of captain marvel too oh so yeah that's like that's oh a yes. given um, all right, so that's the mid credit scene. Pretty excited about scrolls, secret wars, all this storyline. And uh, the end credit scene. Here we go. Panning in from afar, we enter the mountains. I don't really know where. It was hard to kind of tell. I don't know if you guys had any guesses. It was pretty. It was pretty. I looked. I, I just don't know. It was just too hard. I thought it was the United States because it looked kind of like the Rockies. It was pine trees. It sure as hell wasn't New Jersey. It wasn't yeah. New Jersey. <laughs> Wanda's out there. She's in a cabin. She's alone. She's drinking coffee. She's in sweatpants. She's just hanging. I was like, "This, I get this. Looks nice. Looks nice. Looks <laughs> wonderful. Honestly, I was like, this. I would love looks to go wonderful. Wonderful. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's good. Okay, that was nice. I'm punny guy. All right. Walks inside. The camera keeps going past Wanda. She gets more coffee into the bedroom. The Scarlet Witch from within Wanda astroplaning. Reading the Book of the Dam, or what was the book called? Do you guys remember? The Darkhold? The Darkhold, Darkhold. which yeah. you texted us about the Darkhold. Yeah, it was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, like a pretty big part of it. Yes. Like the, I think it was like the Ghost Rider It was season. the Ghost Rider storyline. So I don't, they're going to have to like retcon that whole thing. Like, cause you think well, that we'll see. in the future they'll have some sort of Ghost Rider probably, right? I, I would know. hope so. I, I would think. Oh. It's not going to be Nicolas Cage or that guy. Oh, that... my gosh. Now with all this witch stuff and bar- Darkhold stuff. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how they're going to change that up. I mean, who knows? They've who knows? they've had to do similar things in the past. And like, What do you think? What are you saying? You're saying it was destroyed or something? I can't remember what actually happened with it. Oh, I can't either. I, I think I'd have to go it, back and watch that It also looked completely different, too. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's magic. It could have looked. So she's reading it in her astral form, studying you know, what's happening, and then she hears her boys yelling for help. In her head. So a couple things. Go ahead, PC Mike. You I were mean, talking the, about the boy. The Darkhold has a huge Wikipedia page. So oh if boy. you really wanted to go down some rabbit holes. It was introduced all the way back in 1972. That's cool. That is cool. So there's a lot of history there, it looks like. Um, but yeah, it's just, we knew that there was probably going to be a Doctor Strange tie-in. But it doesn't connect directly to Doctor no, Strange. But, but what this tells you is she's definitely more powerful than him. Because whenever he astroplanes, he passes out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good call. I didn't even. I didn't even. Oh yeah. Whenever he's out, he has to like lay down. Same with Bruce Banner in uh, Avengers Endgame during the time heist. The ancient one knocks him out of his body, and Bruce Banner lays down, or the Hulk lays down, and he, she's just chilling, drinking coffee. Oh yeah, hanging out, and she's doing both. She's yeah. awake in I both was, worlds. I need to be a witch. I could get so much done in life. Oh yeah, you'd watch double <laughs> the shows. That's why I watch. That's why I watch Bewitch. Yeah, you'd freeze time and just watch all your stuff. But yeah, I mean, it just I just wanted more. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's I it's mean. gonna be a good it's a good setup, but I, it's not the setup I wanted. It it did feel strange. It felt it's like I don't know going up like a step when I wanted to do a couple crow hops up. I don't know. I I disagree exactly. I think you said it leading up to the season finale. It was like they got a lot to pack in here, and here's the thing: they did, but like it felt a little packed. Like you said, I feel that like when you were going through it, and you're like, we gotta go. Yep. We had the same fight scene in the street for three episodes. Yes. Um, all right, so Doctor Strange 2. Uh, this is going to be the next time we see this character, I think. We could see her beforehand, absolutely. But this movie 
Multiverse of Madness doesn't come out till March 22nd, 2022. Jeez. It's a year. Really? I didn't realize it was that far. I away. didn't either, and I looked it up, and I, I think we none of us had looked it up because I don't think any of us really wanted to know, but I'm, it's it's a year. I'm focusing on this year. Like, there's so much this year. It's like, I don't even In my head, I, I thought it was like in November. Year, I thought it was going to like lead like right after Loki. Like, just boom, here we go. Nope. Yeah. We'll okay. see. Maybe Spider-Man. But Maybe, there's a lot. I don't know. But there's a lot to watch. So speaking of which, uh, all right, let's do a roundtable. I think we should rate the season. Um, I'll go first just to set it straight here, just because I wrote mine down and I already thought about it. Um, I loved it overall. Getting a weekly show like this was an MCU story told in a brand new way. I'd never really seen anything like this. It's something totally different. Nine episodes, nine weeks, watching something cut up was just different. Um, loved all the layers of these MCU characters that I know that'll pay off in big ways in solo films, big crossover events. It's going to make those moments more special. It's already made watching the old stuff more special. And I think all of us are got, got a little crazy with our theories. We talked about this. We had to be kind of put in check with that. But at the end of the day, this was the first phase four title. Um, said this earlier. It's not like we met Thanos in early stuff. And I think Marvel studios did knock it out overall. It's a, great show it's going to be helping build the blocks of everything else to come number 24 on the mcu title list i'm gonna go and give the whole series wandavision a 3.3 giggler let's get any other thoughts you got on the show here and absolutely a rating for sure um I just I'm gonna just start with the rating. I don't know why I just prefer. That's to do fine. That I like how, I like how you do it exactly how it feels right. Yeah. Um, Three point six. Wow. It's hard to rate. Solid. This. I like that you rate it first. It's cool to just get it done. It's hard to rate this versus the movies. I I don't know if we want to. I won't even compare compare them. It's just this is like a six hour movie. That so, makes sense. So like I know, and I've also thought about if I go back and watch it all straight before Multiverse of Madness, would it rate higher or lower? I don't I I don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's a th- another thing. I don't want to give it too high because I think some of these other shows. Obviously, if you're going to compare them, I want to give some leeway up and down. Um, but yeah, I think three six is fair. I I loved, I love the show. Like the, the like it's hard to replicate like the feeling of excitement when you're about to watch an MCU movie, and I had that feeling every Friday for two months. It's so like, true that that title runs. That's like that gave me goosebumps to like think about that because that's we haven't had that in. Ever. A year and a half. Well, even like that often now. Yeah. You get the Marvel title running seven days later every yeah. week. Yeah. It's like it's been a year and a half since we've seen the last movie, and now we're about to just be just bombarded with greatness every Absolutely. week for the whole year. So, and uh, I'm ready to talk about it every week. Do you for the think, whole year. do you think you're going to see that Pietro again? I think it'll be explained. I've, I, I like also kind of now that it's still a mystery that we can talk about how. Like that was one of the first things we talked about when I was on this podcast on like the third episode. That was one of my five questions of mm-hmm. how are mutants going to be in the MCU, let alone like we, we kind of got a teased on that already, but we don't know if it's there or not. Who knows? I think I think there's going to be some some relation from Pietro to um or the the Pietro to mutants, but I think it'll it'll be might be March 2022 before we find out more. Might be a while. Maybe even later. <laughs> okay, that's fair. PC Mike, tell us how you thought about this this show. I'm very excited to hear you talk about this. I'm excited to tell it. Um, <laughs> no, uh, pleasantly surprised. I don't think we really talked about it a lot. Um, I know when you gave the rundown, but 
the Vision versus Vision fight was action packed. It was, and I think like we see all these things and we kind of take it for granted, but there really That's wasn't true. that much action this season like that. Mm-hmm. And that was like a bre- breath of fresh air because I'm still thinking to myself, how in the world did they spend all this money making this? But I mean, that end fight scene was awesome. Um, yeah, just some unleft questions there that we need to figure out. I'm gonna go with my rating as a 3.1. I liked it. I loved Agatha. I thought she kind of fell off towards the end. Mm-hmm. And like I saw what she was doing, like she's gonna use her magic against her, but then she gave her the upper hand a couple times. I was like, I don't know, but the character just kind of fell flat for me towards the end. Yeah, just like, use your magic. I'll like, suck it. Like you <laughs> <laughs> That was all she kept saying. Yeah. You hit me. Hit yeah. me. Yeah. And then the Ralph payoff, I really thought it was going to be uh, Mephisto or whatever, the devil. Uh-huh. And I thought there was going to be more of a payoff there. Like, I don't know, he's in the basement hanging out? Right. Because they went to the basement? Like, the devil's going to be in the basement? Um, I wanted some more mutants, but they gave us that teaser. They knew what they were doing with that. Exactly. And I don't, I, think I don't think they would do this, like, be this mean about it. Like, no, that was really just Ralph. He's an actor. She had a little necklace on him. Made him fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I 100% agree. Like, I'm I sorry. Because like, I really do start to get just a little angry when I think about if they were like, well, we'll just cast one of them. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. We'll just piss everybody off. Yeah. yeah. We'll just make everybody upset. They've never done this before. Yeah. So, they're, you can just see it now in like two weeks, the premiere of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> like, Hugh Jackman is an extra in. Oh, my God. In, yeah. In one of the episodes. He and just everyone's plays, just like, there he is. He just oh plays my God. UPS driver. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> Don't please. do that. Don't, please. Don't do that. Don't but, play with my heart okay. like that. But overall, it was something fresh. It was something new. I didn't think I'd enjoy a show like this. And I felt like we worked so hard. And then, like I said, I think it started off not bad, but, you know, with the sitcom-ish and getting those little breadcrumbs and then five and six and seven, I thought they were amazing. I just thought we fell off just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so kind of just like a bell curve um, with the season. But overall, I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, her being the most powerful person now is True. interesting to me. Yes. And is she going to be somebody we have to watch out for later on in yeah. the phases? Adam's got a lot of shout outs in this episode, but he texted me and was like, is she being built to be a, a villain or an antihero right. that like she, again, we talked about Dark Phoenix and like that storyline. She just can't, I mean. She can't he, control it. Well, and guess what? It happened in, throughout the whole show, obviously. He couldn't control it. But like even at the end when the people were like, let us go, she like lost control again and started choking everybody. I was like, oh, that was, man. That was messed up. It yeah. was. It was weird about that one lady who like came up to her and she's like, I just want to see my daughter. She can be whatever you want her to be in this thing or son or whatever. It was. That was Dottie. Yeah. Dottie. Yeah. Remember yeah. the key to everything? Yeah. Yeah. And with the, with another the, one. What was the? All right, go ahead. More things. We should. We, I mean, this is the time to talk about. It. This is the season finale. Like, if you have any leftover when, thoughts, like, like way it. back, way back when, when Dottie got cut and the blood was coming out, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a payoff." <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. Just, like, whatever happened to that? Like, what? I mean, oh, so many, so many references to the devil. Six is missing from stuff. Yeah, like, I yeah. get that Agatha is a witch, but like that doesn't necessarily mean devil obviously well she did say at the end you don't know what you've done okay yeah that's true i think and i think and i think that was that like that is just like someone saying in like thor the first one where they're like oh you don't know about these stones well tell me 
Well, they will in Thor too. Yeah, I think it'll have a lot to a lot to do with the like like the chaos magic that that was being used. Like, yeah. I feel like that's a newer reference, and that might be something that could be a big part of what of what's to come. And again, Wanda did all this and literally didn't remember any of it until Agatha helped remind her. I don't know if like that's I that was all the way up until episode seven that she was like just like I don't know what happened. That's or, crazy. And then we hypothetically thought of hundreds of people that could be controlling her, and we were wrong on every single one. So true. Well, we kind of called Agatha. Like, she was playing a role. She was manipulating, yeah, yeah, yeah. but she wasn't controlling. It was Agatha all along. <laughs> right. Not really, though. Yeah. She just showed up because she like heard about it. Not any, not anymore. I mean. Yeah, she'll be back. She's just going to be hanging out. All right, guys. Um, last call for any final thoughts on WandaVision. I'm excited to rewatch it one day. I will say that, and I wonder what that experience will be like, especially as much as we love rewatching MCU stuff around here. Um, and I won't complain about the time length when I do rewatch it. Well, and like we'll see, we'll see how big this stuff <laughs> reveals, true. how long it takes. Uh, listeners, let us know what you thought. Write us in. We'd love to get you featured on fan mail. Next up, MCU title, folks: The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Eleven days. Awesome. Uh, again, if Thursday, so it'll be like eight days or something like that. But uh, um, yeah, it's coming out soon. Big week with uh, the Snyder Cut on March eight on March eighteenth, yep. and then this Falcon, Falcon Winter Soldier on the nineteenth. This will be uh, as far as I know. If uh, this forms this format's been working for us, we'll probably keep it as the meat. Either way, we're going to be talking about Falcon Winter Soldier every week, starting in two weeks. Um, that brings us to coming up, and actually, let's just get into it. And I uh I really can't believe like WandaVision's over. <laughs> like just like that. Like it was it was so quick. Nine episodes in and out, so fun. Let us know what you thought. Um and the reason I said what's gonna be happening on the meet, I was just talking about it's up for grabs next week for the first time in ten weeks. So we can either we can just we don't have to decide today, but maybe we'll you know, we you know how we do. We do the, the group chat. And if you're listening on Thursday when this comes out or Wednesday on Patreon. We got Give our first. We got our first Patreon subscriber. Nice. It was the Jock and Nerd podcast. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah, appreciate pre- it. Appreciate that. Got our first one. They're getting the early access to the episodes. Plus the the pre and post show. Imran, Anthony, and Rugboy. Appreciate you guys over hey, there. Hey, Rugboy's got to get on here. I know. He's. I've got to reach out to him next. He's on my list. And if you can tell with my timing, it's like it'll take a few weeks, and then I'll shoot him a text. It's kind of what I did with Imran and Anthony, but. Listener, let us know. We have the meat up for grabs. Us three will probably decide it, you know, by the time you're hearing this. But if you got an idea, send it in. Mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash contact. This week on this on the music show on Spotify, our spinoff, uh, bringing in the music from the TV and films that I watch. Uh, it is Smallville, one of my all-time favorite TV shows. And there's actually an album called It's Smallville Volume One, The Talon Mix. And the Talon is the cafe where I'll like Clark and his friends hang out in the show and it's music from seasons one and two. So like 2001, 2002 it has got some old school bangers on there. Some slow jams. Lifehouse is on there. Hanging by a moment. Uh, no, that's probably my favorite. That's easily my favorite Lifehouse song, but <laughs> there's others. Oh yeah. Uh, everything, I'm in that boat. everything <laughs> okay. is, is the main thing. And, uh, go check that on Spotify. Search mostly superheroes, the music show, 
and I'm probably going to do, there's another album you called Smallville the Metropolis Mix. Yeah. And I think I'm going to do that All next right, week. Listeners, here, Logan needs to put a disclaimer before you listen to it. Oh my God. Because however long that album is, it's just going to be fanboying hard. Oh, it's for hard. Harder than he does on this show. It's really true. And like revisiting the, like I actually told you, like I tell you like, oh, there's this song. It's from this episode. I was nerding out. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Oh, and Be- also, speaking of Smallville, we have uh, oh. a new CW show to watch potentially. And The Flash just came back last week. Did it really? Yeah. I guess it's like it ended abruptly last year. And it in the did. middle of the Mirror Master storyline or what, Mirror yeah. yeah, they threw together a season finale on episode 17. And like, yeah, so I and guess for them, gonna... that's like a five third early through yeah. the season. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. So uh, maybe that's something we could talk So we about. got Superman and Lois. Hey. I've talked about this on a mini episode that we have, we, it's on our radar that we're going to talk about it. And that even though we said we were going to binge it, like, I don't know if we'll be able to make it. I don't think we will, but we've actually seen some positive reviews for it. I agree. I totally yeah, I've heard I'm, the same thing that I'm, it's cinematic, it's dramatic, and it's like Superman. As a, a father, and you've never seen this like on screen before, as dumb as it sounds, like I'm excited that I'm excited for a CW show again. I know exactly what you mean. I'm excited to be excited about a Superman TV show. That too. Like, could it be good? Please. I hate to say this, but I was like, Flash is still on. Like, Flash has gotten a little bad. It's the same with all those shows. It's just, it's it's almost just. Arrow, like Arrow did okay. Though. I loved Arrow. But Legends of Tomorrow was a little much. Oh, it, it's like their wild show. That's their like, wild yeah. card show. <laughs> like, I, I was like watching it every week just to like see the connections to the other shows. And I was like, it's just not worth it anymore. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Even The Flash, dude, it's just like it's so heavy on like the love story of him and Iris. And I get it. They're playing to this like younger generation. I'm just like, can I just like see The Flash fight King Shark again? Guess how many episodes of The Flash there are. Please. Well, this current season? Total. From 2014 on. Oh, 52. No, there's probably... Oh, there's got to be way more than that. I'm going to You're very close. 133 episodes. Even, even close. I'll clap, but it's too many. <laughs> so many. And they're like they're like a solid 40-something minute shows, right? I'll say yeah. this, though. I have, I'm, I've been a big fan of The Flash since day one, though. Like, it's what got me into all the crossover stuff. CW, no one gives a lot of credit, but like right they, they've got the crossover stuff happening. I almost said oh, a, yeah. I okay. almost said a flash line when you were talking about um, Wandavision. What was it? It was actually the uh, from Justice League when you said they battle. It's like battle. I don't even know how to battle. You guys know how to battle. I thought yeah. I think he's hilarious. Oh yeah, hey, I just watched Justice League uh, this on uh, a few days ago. A few days ago, I just watched it. Oh, we're we're just all talking about possible meets for next week. We got a lot, don't we? Yeah. Okay, Maybe let's we'll text about life. it. Let's keep it. Let's we'll, we'll figure it out. But it's up for grabs. So meet, meet for next week. Uh, everyone, be caught up on the Flash TV series. Watch 133 episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> start right now. <laughs> Maybe we would. Maybe we should talk about Justice League. Maybe honestly, okay. we could even have mini meets, multiple mini meets, like a little app, like we appetizers could, and yeah, like little. We could just do like little 15 minute things or something and just hit yeah. it real quick. All right, we'll talk about it. We'll let you guys know. Um, we like we like are panicking when there's like not an MCU show. It's like, uh, what are we going to talk <laughs> yeah, about? What do we do? Um, there is going to be, I think it is this week. I think there's an MCU behind the scenes, like expanding the universe or something documentary. They're going to do one for every show, and WandaVision is the first one. I did so see that. I think that I comes. I think that. that comes out Friday. But you're right. We'll we'll keep an eye on it. Maybe we'll probably talk about that. And they did a Legends TV show. 
um, which is like reintroducing you to the characters. So before WandaVision, they did one for Wanda. They did one for Vision. Now they are live. I have not watched them yet. There's one for Falcon. There's one for Winter Soldier. That's those, on Disney+. Plus. Those are like eight minutes long. They're so short. Okay. It's like good, good watch. It's it's. I mean, it's it's not as good as this show, but it'll help you out. True, true. <laughs> um, yep. Don't worry, Mike. We're gonna talk about the most Madness movie tournament. Uh, also, check out the schedule at mostsuperheroes.com. What do you got on the tourney for us, Mike? I, I thought you wanted to highlight one matchup and kind oh of yeah, get people no, to think about. Let's it a do bit. it. Let's do it and like uh, we'll pick. You got a blank one, Andy. Do us the honors and pick us one matchup that we uh, us three just have to give. We can just give like the quick take as we wrap up today's episode. All right. Trying to think of a, a meaty one here. Just pay. Just any of them. Any of them. All right. Let's do Forgetting Sarah Marshall versus Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. I Jurassic agree. Park. I agree. All right. Um, that was a bad choice. Step Brothers versus Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> Mine's easy. Infinity War. <laughs> like, there, there's like maybe. Step Brothers. Ooh. I don't think there's any hardly any movies that would be that would beat Infinity War for me. So I, I, it, what, but I also like that Infinity War and Endgame are in the same quadrant of the bracket, so that they won't just they just just get it over with. Invite to see which one's better. It's because it's going to happen. Put it up against other stuff, but I think there could be crazy upsets where maybe n- neither of those makes the finals. Here's the thing, dude. I've already started seeing some of our fan stuff. Like, I mean, everybody is so different. It is going to be awesome. It's going to be such a mess of like, oh my gosh, that movie didn't even make it out of the first round, and that's why we and did it, it won mine. That's exactly yeah. why we did it. I'm so excited though. I have. Would you pick Super Bad or Forrest Gump? I would go Forrest Gump. Super Bad. Forrest Gump. See, we're gonna have some debates in here already. I can tell. Well, we that's why to... that's why I said keep it quick, because like I'd love to hash out some with you guys on on air. But it might change tomorrow. It's so true. It's like a moment by moment thing. But that's why I said I put down my pen, and I'm like, I can't fill this out. <laughs> put down your pen, change the pencil. Yep. Uh, listener, send in your bracket, mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash mostly madness. Uh, we are so excited to do this tournament with you guys. It's gonna be our annual tournament, and. Uh, we're starting voting next week, so get your brackets sent in. Fun episode today, guys. This was a good week. Yeah, it was fun. I loved it. It, it was fun. I liked, I liked keeping it fresh, and uh, you guys had some good what you watchings. Um, Andy, final thoughts as we sign off for the week. Any words of wisdom for, um, our, for, our, for our fan base that's growing every single week, and we thank you guys. Yes, thank you for sure um, for listening to me talk for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> people never people, thought people know you people I, like right in they're like oh, how's pc no, mike and the giggler that's awesome thank you for that for real um honestly i i need to uh correct myself earlier when we were on the the guy fieri fairy talk uh-huh uh, go ahead darnell ferguson was the the guy that i'm picking to win it all i actually don't even know if he's in it yet because they haven't released the full bracket but wanted to give him a shout out for a super superhero love and i i said the name of his restaurant incorrectly embarrassingly okay. but Let's it's it now su- super chefs me and Mike were looking at the the menu, and now we're very hungry. So breakfast, lunch, brunch. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm hungry too. So um, yeah, like scorpion pancakes or something like that. Get over here. Where is it? Where's this restaurant? Oh, that's a good question. I got to pull. You look it up P- right while you're doing that. PC Mike. Final words for the squad. I think Elizabeth Olsen is a bona fide star. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited to see where all of this goes. I'm excited for mostly madness. I'm excited. Um, for things looking better all across the country, all across the world. 
And, man, we get content week after week. We have Snyder Cut coming up. I'm a DC guy. My hopes are too high right now for it. but Oh, boy. <laughs> I love it because me and Andy get to play roles reversed yeah. and be like, we'll keep you in check. Yep. Yeah. We were Even text- though you're a DC guy, too. You're a Batman dude. But I think that you and I are more on the same page about yeah, definitely. MCU versus like DC world, you know? But I'm giving it a chance. I want, I want this to be a jumping off point where this Snyder Cut is great and they can make movies from it, make shows on HBO Max, anything. To if you, I don't care if you copy the MCU, like, program of how they're doing things like, oh yeah use the formula it. use like, the formula like and just apply it to dc characters like there's there's something there to use i yeah, think you're right you, they tried it the first time they got ahead of themselves and i think that's a lot of the the what people say badly about the the justice league movie overall is just they they should have built more characters up beforehand um but i think extending the movie to four hours might be a way to shed light on that or it might totally suck i have no idea I really hope in a couple months or even a year, there's another tab on this website. Oh man, it has D- DC a DC yep. page. Yeah. All right, I got the I got the update. Go ahead. Where's for, the Where's the restaurant? What's it called? One Dar- more time in the location, just because we got worldwide listeners, so we got help. Dar- Darnell Ferguson. We are coming for sh- Super Chefs in Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky, Kentucky. For Correct. our listeners uh, in other countries, that's a state. That's a that's, that's a state in the United States. Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. Right. Let's see how long of a drive that is. Maybe we just go. Well, not well, too far. Let's, we don't hours. need a, we don't need a GPS it right now, but it's probably six hours. Four. <laughs> Road trip. How far is it? We can four hours. We can just oh, record wow. an we can just record an episode there. Pack it up. All right, we'll let you know. All right, fellas, it was fun as always. Can't wait to see you in here next week. Plenty to talk about. The tournament is live. The MCU is happening. We got DC stuff all around, and uh, yeah, I agree with PC Mike. We got a horizon in sight, and things are feeling better. We're here for you every week. Keep listening. Tell a friend. Subscribe. Give us a review. You guys mean the world to us. We've got the best fans in the world already. And we'll see you next time on Mostly Superheroes.